This city is alive on 97.3. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 97.3 This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Welcome to Monday, September 26, 2022. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. This is the City Breakfast Show. Live on your dial 97.3 FM. My name is Nathan Carl. Many, many thanks for joining us. We are broadcasting from Adabrakat to the ends of the world. VarsityNewsroom.com the Tego sisters starting us off with a song called Ankamatiti. You are welcome. 
to the show and you can join us via the number 0549-986-996 tweet at us at city973 hashtag citycbs we start off with our business sense brought to us by ADB ADB has the payday plus now, if your salary goes through ADB, then this is good news for you. You can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary. That's wonderful news. Remember, there's no interest on repayment within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. For further inquiries, you can call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197. ADB, truly a Greek and more. And we'll take something from Bill Bradley for our business sense this morning. He says, leadership is unlocking people's potential to become better. Leadership is unlocking people's potential to become better. So as we start out this week, ask yourself one key question. The people I've been put, the people who are under me, the people who I, I lead and supervise... Am I leading them well? Am I unlocking their potential for them to become better? Because ultimately, that is what leadership is. Unlocking the potential. Telling people that they can do things and letting them discover the hidden talents within them. And leading them to expand their coast and territory. So they can achieve big things for themselves and for the organization or group. So Bill Bradley, with our business sense, leadership is unlocking people's potential to become better. Business sense brought to us by ADB. ADB truly a great and more. Up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast this Show. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Don't hurt me. Six thirty-four. Time check. This is the City Breakfast Show. Welcome to the newspaper review. Brought to us by Kel Kids. Kel Kids toothpaste is what your children need. When you are struggling to get them to brush their teeth, just introduce Kel Kids, flavored with strawberry, and it will give them that taste they need for brushing their teeth. Kel Kids is a product from Samara Company Limited, producers of Sasso, and is approved by the FDA. Kel Kids, happy smile. Now remember that a poorly maintained car engine can age faster. That's why Quartz's engine oil is what you need. It's been built with age-resistance technology. That means your engine will be protected. 
against mechanical wear by up to 74%. And so make that choice. Feed your engine lots and lots and lots of quartz engine oil from Total Energies because it will keep your engine running efficiently and it will make it run younger for longer. These days that we all need cash, you need to be part of the Fidelity Sikaboom promo. Now, this is how you get into that. Deposit and maintain multiples of 300 CDs in your Fidelity bank account every month during the promo period. And that's it. You're in to, to qualify and you could win amazing prizes. There's 100,000 CDs to be won in the grand prize draw, which will be sometime next year. So open your Fidelity account and make that deposit today. T's and C's apply. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Let me say good morning to Kokui and Godfred. Hi, good morning. Hi, 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 hi. I'm on a high. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you're on a high. Why are you on a high? No, it was a long weekend uh, filled with lots of things to keep an eye on. So, Business Olympics, GCB retained their title. Really? I can't believe it. Yeah, they came in full force and like they, they told us from day yeah, one. Yeah, they said they were going, going to, to retain but I, their I title. I really thought that they were going to get some stiff competition. They retained and their title. Congratulations well, to GCB. Yes, it's a Business Olympics. Reigning champions, retaining yes. their, their title. And then there was the <laughs> awesome concert uh, as well. It's Global There's Citizen. Global citizen so much concert. about that, right? Yeah, a lot. But, you know, the, yeah. the president in the news on that. An, an organization-wise, yes, like, executed really well. And then the, the referee who robbed Gotoko. Look, 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 let's stop also, this. Let's stop this. Also, you share the spoils. Let's just move on in peace. Shared this Why are you trying to start off Monday morning with violence? Nobody's Godfred. No, let's be honest. Selom, your blessing, has been one of the best up-and-coming referees but, in the uh, past three years. Yesterday, he blew it. Yesterday, he was bad. Why? So what? Kotoko wanted to win. No. Why are they playing their match? Why are they playing their match? But I mean, so what? You can't draw. They can draw. But so what's your problem? The like, obvious calls like, they should have had. There were four. Like, <laughs> like, it is ridiculous. They were so obvious. It's not like you have to think about it kind of like, penalty calls. Like, they were easy very easy decisions, decisions to make. It was like he came with the intention that today I won't give a penalty. <laughs> you know, and that was it. And then the goal that went in as well. Yeah, but the penalty calls were bad. So, but it was a, it was, it, was, it wasn't a really great game, mm. but it was better than most we've seen. So we'll take it like okay. that. But anyway, front page of the Daily Graphic. Uh, in this one, in this arose, you are singing it out of a. It's actually our roots. Yes, we've been. Doctor, Doctor, who keeps telling us. <laughs> we just prefer the arose. <laughs> no. Front page of the Daily Graphic comes with the photo of the smiling president, Akufuado, boosting infrastructural development. One billion dollar prosperity fund launched centralized application process for varsity applicants mm, interesting yeah. and 300 million dollars saved on energy program mm, the Ghanaian times front page protecting the country against terrorist attacks 48 foreigners nabbed in ejisu also go for hiv test the national aids control program is urging the public as infections are increasing across the country this keeps recurring in the news you know this issue of hiv and aids um numbers increasing again ghana and three other countries are to benefit from 400 50 million dollars world bank credit facility for pro-poor policies and court remands three KNUST students allegedly involved in the violent clashes on campus the front page of the daily analyst goes with Bakbin quits gba what says gba now an association of elites mm -hmm. backs law society 
of Ghana. On the Mankesi uh, murder story, it says on the front page of the Daily Analyst that Mankesi murder suspect not dead. Uh, please debunk reports. Right, the Chronicle front page. Police eyes are red. No way for land guards. 34-year-old Nathaniel Alabi arraigned for discharging firearms. Mm. Also, NADMO director declares support for Alan. Ahiagba showcases Ekufuado government's achievements in rail and road sectors. The president to U.S. investors. Don't bypass Ghana to invest anywhere. And Nehum 3 verse 1. Woe to the city of blood. Full of lies. Full of plunder never without victims the front page of the publisher also goes with the magazine story the police debunking reporter the suspect had died in detention mm, the new crusading guide front page ghana is best for mining investments in africa says the president and uh, other stories on the front page of the new crusading guide this morning the question also goes with backbends uh Departure from the Ghana Bar Association. Uh, they also have that story. Uh, Dr. Matipuku, energy minister, is also on the front page of the paper. He's at the Houston Africa Energy Summit. On the final front page, Ghana and USA to team up to promote tourism. Also, uh, Ghana is the best place for mining investment in Africa, says President Kufuado, and other stories on the final front page. Front page of the Herald newspaper uh, says National Youth Authority boss goes into lying mode. They still have, they're still following up on the GNPC Gensa gas issue they're saying that cash is going around i'll give you details and then there's a story of a presidential staffer who has been deported from the u.s hmm, the Ghanaian publisher ghana best for mining investments in africa says kufuado stranded delta passengers left on their own mcdan makes his first salt export to spain and cameroon and npp touts poverty reduction gains also be alert at the pumps the npa is telling drivers from page of the bnft their big story is banks deny profiteering from lending rate claims uh, access bank commits to supporting football development that's interesting mm -hmm. and market maintains weak economic growth outlook on the anchor front page alex mold grinds pepper for ndc running mate job that's their headline uh maslock disperses <laughs> 1.7 million ghana cities group loans no secret burials at takwa community mines management rubbishes falsehoods and 300 river guards begin training against galamsey Mm. Yeah. If you go online, citynewsroom.com. Okay. One more for you. The yes, Republic, uh, Press. Republic Press. Gunshots at BBN, uh, BC students shot. Mm. Uh, Fitch downgrades Ghana from triple C to double C. Yeah. Bagman dumps GBA. It's also here. Ghana earns 3.95 billion US dollars from crude oil export. Mankasim killer chief student not dead. Um, says the police. So this is the issue with the chief who's been accused of murdering a student. He's not dead. Um, as I think you read it earlier, yes, Godfred. Those, mm. those claims are false. And more stories in the Republic Press today. If you go online, citynewsroom.com says possible restructuring of only local debts unfair. That's according to an analyst. IMF mission to visit uh, Ghana from September 26th to today to October 7th. Akufado charges youth to support SDG's drive. And on city depreciation, arresting black market forex dealers unsustainable. Toma Emehia is speaking. And UEW gives October 7 deadline to settle GPA issues after protests. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, they say IMF mission to visit Ghana. And the news is stated that September 26 to October 7. GCB wins big at City Business Olympics. They sweep 12 trophies. Fitch downgrades Ghana again. Moves country from triple C to double C. 
and uh, they've got other stories on the city business olympics where mineral ceo wins ceo's challenge and over 60 companies to show great sportsmanship at city business olympics that's already happened my joy online dot com says global citizen festival brings ghana to a standstill as social media goes gaga that's what they are saying there and um imf team arrives today to continue discussions with government over program and we are poised to minimize debt restructuring's impact on financial systems that's according to the finance ministry starfm.com.gh says ndc's deputy national it director enters race for okre youth organizer and tricycle rider dies in collision with ambulance that's in the eastern region plus mankasi murder suspect chief alive still in custody that's according to the police and Godfrey, there's a story here that corroborates what you read earlier i'm no longer member of gba the mm. right honorable speaker of parliament is speaking there and on the bbc's homepage, they've got a live ticker far right uh, meloni set to become italy's first female prime minister so that's something huge happening nice. in italy all right let's get into um the papers okay i'm i'm gonna start off with this hiv thing because it keeps cropping up and it looks like there's an alarm being sounded and we're not really hearing it so in the center spread of the Ghanaian times this morning the national aids control program is urging the public to go for hiv tests because public infections are increasing across the country so the national sexually transmitted infections or stis and hiv AIDS control program has implored the general public to take seriously testing to know their hiv status in the wake of increased infections across the country. The monitoring and evaluation officer at the program, Kenneth Ayadanso, described the country's HIV prevalence as a generalized epidemic. He said testing is the only way to put out those reactive to the virus on early treatment and for persons negative to take precautionary measures against infection. He was speaking at a media training workshop organized by the Ghana HIV and AIDS Network to re rethink the current HIV programming and the interventions in the face of dwindling donor support amidst the rise in HIV infections. So, you know, we rely heavily on donor support yes. to fund some of the interventions, but that support is dwindling, which is why this is really serious. Now, he said that, as per 2021 HIV AIDS estimate of about 345,600 persons living with HIV in Ghana, 22.7% of those are men who have sex with men and female sex workers. And they're also saying that because a lot of these men are bisexual, they transmit to the women that they deal with because, you know, they're having sex with both men and women. Now, he said, testing to know an HIV status will set the country on the path to achieve the UNAIDS 95-95-95 target, meaning 95% of people living with HIV know their status, 95% are on antiretroviral treatment, and 95% are attaining viral suppression by 2025. So that's the goal, and hopefully we can achieve it. But um, Dr. Norte Hansen Norte urged the government to keep HIV prevention and treatment as a front burner issue on its political agenda. Mm. So, interesting. Yeah. Now, let me take you to some education stories. And on page 16, an interesting development that is coming up for prospective university applicants uh, says that every student applying to any university in the country will do so through a single platform mm. called the Centralized Applications Processing Service, CAPS. Mm. The arrangement is expected to start for the 2023-2024 academic year admissions to both public and private universities. This is coming from the Director General of the Ghana Teacher Education Commission, Professor Mohamed Salifu. Uh, According to him, quote, currently we are doing validation with the West African Examinations Council to see how we can interface its data. We need to be able to pull 
the WIAC results onto the portal to make them accessible to their universities to do their admissions. The CAPS is one of the key reforms of the tertiary educational sector, which started in 2017 as part of the tertiary education policy. Really? Okay. Well, Ghana and three other countries are benefiting from a $450 million World Bank credit facility for pro-poor policies. The Minister for Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development, Mr. Dan Butchie, said the implementation of the Gulf of Guinea Northern Region Social Cohesion Project, or SOCO, will complement Ghana's pro-poor policies. Now, he said the other interventions that are being rolled out by the government, which have been contributing significantly to the progress of the country. The minister made this known in his keynote address at a three-day orientation and sensitization program on the SOCO project. It's a multi-country $450 million credit facility is secured by the government of Ghana from the World Bank to be implemented in Ghana and three other West African countries, including Côte d'Ivoire, Togo and Benin. The SOCO project aims at providing support to the northern parts of the Gulf of Guinea countries, considered as the worst hit by fragilities following food insecurity, climate change, conflict and violence. Out of the total amount of money, Mr. Butre disclosed that Ghana, through the Ministry of Local Government, receives $150 million, and the project will be implemented in six regions, Oti, Savannah, Northern, Upper West, Upper East, and Northeast. He said for almost a decade, the living conditions of the over 16 million people living in the northern parts of these countries have been threatened by the spread of conflict from the Sahel, which has led to increased vulnerability to the impacts of climate change. Let me take you to this bugbin story mm-hmm. that is also circulating on page three of the <laughs> business no of, the, of the Daily Analyst. Uh, Speaker of Parliament, uh, Right Honorable Alban Samana Kinsford Bagbin, is no longer a member of the Ghana Bar Association. The Speaker of Parliament made the shocking announcement when the leadership of the newly created Association of Lawyers, the Law Society of Ghana, hmm. called on him at his office last week. Explaining his reasons for quitting the GBA, Speaker Bagbin said the association has now become an association of elites, throwing his support behind the LSG. The LSG delegation, which was led by its acting president and MP for South Dai, hmm, Anobo Roxin Nelson Dafiamekwa, was at the Speaker's office to congratulate him on his new position as the President of the Commonwealth Leaders Association. Interesting. Interesting. Let's, yeah. uh, let's do some IMF news. So the update mm-hmm. is that the IMF team will be arriving today. Mm. They are here until the 7th of October to continue discussions with the government on policies and reforms that could be supported by a lending arrangement. The IMF team will be, will be led by Stefan Rude, who is Mission Chief for Ghana. Remember, they were here between July 6th and July 13th earlier, and they used the opportunity to assess the economic situation and discuss the broad lines of the government's enhanced domestic program that could be supported by an IMF lending program. In line with that, the BOG's MPC, which is Monetary Policy Committee, will not be holding its routine quarterly meeting today. Why? Now, the Bank of Ghana released a statement last Thursday and said the rescheduled meeting will now coincide with the government's next round of engagement with the IMF. That's where the analysts have had issues because they're saying MPC is MPC. Hold your meetings, irrespective. Mm. Mm. It should not be linked with it. Once you are there, let me just uh, then Mm. do this angle then. Banks are also denying profiteering from lending rate claims. Uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Association of Banks, Johnny Wa, has described as impossible the assertion that banks in the country could be benefiting from the difference between respective lending rates by borrowing at the lower rate and on lending to the market at the higher rate, citing mechanisms put in place by the central bank to forestall such occurrences. He was responding to assertions by the IEA, the Institute of Economic Affairs, in his commentary on the upcoming Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana, wherein it noted arbitrary 
arbitrage between the monetary policy rate on the one hand and the treasury bill rate and the Ghana reference rate presented an opportunity for round tripping an unethical market manipulation technique by commercial banks. Well, let's talk about mining in Ghana. Now, we all know the issues that are facing us with regard to Galam C and the destruction it's causing. But the president is still urging people to invest in the mining sector. Now, this is in the Ghanaian publisher today. President Anadudanko Ekufuado has courted investors in the United States to invest in the mining industry in Ghana. At an investor roundtable held on the sidelines of the 77th United Nations General Assembly, currently underway in New York, the president said Ghana is not just the best place to do business in Africa, but also one of the fastest growing economies on the continent, making investment in the country viable and lucrative. Now, the Investor Roundtable was organized by the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources in partnership with Anglo Gold Ashanti and J.P. Morgan Chase & Co., an American multinational investment bank and financial services institution. The high-level event was attended by global giants in the mining industry, as well as bond and equity investors. Now, speaking at the event, the Chief Executive Officer of Anglo Gold Ashanti, Mr. Alberto Calderon, touted Ghana as one of the best places for mining investment. Mm. He recounted the operations and experience of Anglo Gold Ashanti and indicated that their decision to partner the ministry was because of their positive experience in the country. Now, in his keynote address, President Kufado said the private sector had a fundamental role to play in Ghana's economic recovery program and because of the COVID and Russian invasion of Ukraine. He said our country is blessed with a lot of minerals, including green minerals required for the green energy transition, such as lithium. And he recounted the mining industry's contribution to Ghana's economy and said government is looking forward to working with the private sector to further develop the industry. Mm. Okay, let me take you to the front page of the Daily Graphic. Uh, that's announcement of a billion-dollar prosperity fund that has been launched between Ghana and South Africa, according to Edith Mensa. Uh, she's writing that the president announced the launch at the Global Citizen Festival in Accra last Saturday night. The fund will focus on projects including infrastructural development, financial access for the participation of women and the youth, education, healthcare, technology and sustainability for the benefit of Africa's 1.3 billion people. Sounds like a nice announcement. Mm. After that one. <laughs> yes, between Ghana and Essie. Okay. Uh, organized by the International Advocacy Organization Global Citizen the Festival, which took the form of a concert sought to leverage opportunities to get policy and financial commitments from the government's corporate and philanthropic leaders and was held simultaneously at the Black Star Square in Accra and on the Great Lawn in Central Park in New York City, I USA. Charlie, the thing was nice. Oh, yeah, he had Ashley organized. Was there. Stormzy was there. Charlie, it was beautiful. Later, we'll discuss it. The thing was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, it was nice. It was, it was okay. Well, in the Ghanaian Times, let's check in on three KNUS students who have allegedly been involved in violent clashes on campus. They've been remanded in court. Three students of KNUST have been remanded in police custody for two weeks in connection with the recent violent clashes on campus. So um, they've been ordered to make adequate provisions for the students, that's the prosecution, to sit for their ongoing examination while they stay in custody. So they're in custody, but they can still write their exams, okay? Now, their names are Emanuela Pia Amwa, also known as Soldier Ba, mm. Eugene Nyuamesi, and Kwabina Kwating Emeniampong, who is Zongo chief. This brings to five the total number of students arrested out of the 62 that a bench mm. warrant has been issued for. Yeah, remember, there were so many bodies we saw in the videos from those clashes. Yeah. Apparently, 62 people are wanted, but five have been apprehended. Um, yeah, they've been charged with rioting and causing unlawful damage, but their pleas were not taken. They'll reappear on October 4th of this year in court. We'll see what happens. Well, talking about courts, 12, 12 drivers will appear in court today mm. um, as part of the war against indiscipline. Uh, they were um, arrested or their vehicles were impounded 
for various road traffic offenses, offenses including illegal UTNs, abuse of sirens, driving on the wrong side of the road without a justified cause. So that's the update there. Let me take you to the back page. Uh, All right, let's the do our graphic. last story. As I wrap up, well, actually, you have to do the Italy story. It's quite important. Yes. Uh, Hearts score late equalizer mm-hmm. to hold Kotoko. Mm-hmm. That's on the back page of the Daily Graphic. It says, across the folk lived up to the I never see diamond tries. They fought back strongly to snatch a 1 1 draw from the jaws of defeat with a deserved 1 1 draw against Atrivers and Kotoko. Kotoko fans will not agree. So, Mubarak, uh, you see, scored first for Kotoko and then House of Folk equalized through Caleb Amanqua in the 88th minute. Uh, Salam, you are blessed, referee. Good morning. All right, as we wrap it up initially, uh, Georgia Meloni has claimed victory in Italy's election and is on course to become the country's first female PM. That's huge that is for huge. world politics, for Italian huge. politics. Anyway, it's not even you. the fact that the, the country has significant problems and it's her politics. Uh, yeah. She's a very different kind of politician. That's where the issue is. Okay. We'll discuss that perhaps another time. Okay, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Godfrey. Thank you, Koki. That was a newspaper review. Up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Up next is the City Business News brought to us by Goyle. Goyle is saying that these days you can pay for your fuel at uh, their service stations using Momo. And you can find out a lot more by visiting their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles. For more info as to where you can use your Momo, uh, Momo account to pay for your fuel. Goal, good energy. Goal, yeah, yeah, dear. And the business is also brought to us by MTN. And Momo Month is back and is going to give you several reasons to smile. Just download the Momo app and install it and get more points as you send money. Don't slack because there's up to 5,000 CDs to be won every single week this Momo Month. You can check your points by dialing star 17 star. And the business is also brought to us by Enterprise Life. Enterprise is your advantage. Natalie Nettie is here. She's got the latest from the world of business. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle and Enterprise Life, your advantage and powered by the most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, government chart to be cautious in its domestic debt restructuring plans to avoid undermining investor confidence. And government is set to officially open negotiations with International Monetary Fund over an economic program today. Let's settle for the details now. A team from the International Monetary Fund, IMF, is set to arrive in the country today to di- continue discussions with the government of Ghana. This is in furtherance of the country's request for an economic support. There's more in the following business news desk report. As announced on the fund's website, the team, which will be led by its mission chief for Ghana, Stefan Wuday, will include some economists as well as other fund officials. Their visit is part of efforts to further engage on government's policies and reforms that could be supported by the fund's lending arrangement. The team is expected to be in the country for the next two weeks. Sources close to City Business News say that one area that would be of keen interest to the IMF will be government's proposal on how it intends to build back the economy through its enhanced domestic program. They will also be looking out for government's policies 
on how it intends to restructure its rising debt stock. The IMF will also be coming with their report on the economic data they picked up during their earlier visit in July. For many stakeholders, this round of negotiations might be a tough one based on the initial data gathered by the International Monetary Fund. Despite this, managers of the economy are optimistic of completing negotiations with the IMF for a program by the end of this year. That was a business news desk report. Meanwhile, the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana will not be announcing its decision today after holding its routine quarterly meetings to review developments in the economy. A statement from the central bank last Thursday said the rescheduled meeting coincides with the government's next round of engagements with the International Monetary Fund. Following the development, the Monetary Policy Committee says it will announce the next policies on October 7, 2022. Economist with GCB Capital, Courage Boti, has stated that while a potential domestic debt restructuring is a necessary evil, government must be cautious in its approach so as to preserve the asset quality of the domestic financial sector and not overly dent investor confidence. This comes as Ghana is set to start talks with domestic bondholders on the restructuring of its local currency debt as part of plans to secure a $3 billion loan from the International Monetary Fund. The restructuring, which would be part of a a debt sustainability plan required by the IMF could entail extension of maturities and haircuts on principal and interest payments for major local investors. Courage Boti has been speaking to City Business News on the issue. It will impact confidence. But then, I mean, the bigger picture even now is, is about what the risk is exposed to the system. Because already we are seeing that even the domestic debt take out the portion owned by maybe foreign investors really. The remainder is mainly held by local banks who account for more than, uh, I mean, two thirds of the total domestic, uh, outstanding domestic debt really. Now, if you look at it that way and the fact that we just came out of maybe a financial sector cleanup that was quite costly and the fact that even as we speak, not every bank is really on sound footing. I mean, restructuring the debt, whatever that may mean, would have consequences for some of these banks, their liquidity levels and ability to uh, uh, meet their capital adequacy ratios, which are regulatory requirements that they need to continue surviving, really. And so it poses even a systemic risk to the local market in, in general. So the, the, the consequences are quite encompassing, but I admit also that at this stage where we are, it becomes very necessary for government to look at that option because we are just at a point where we cannot assess the market again. Courage Boti is an economist with GCB Capital. Still on issues about the economy, economist Professor Godfred Bokping is highlighting the need for major governance reforms in the country to save the economy. This call comes on the back of a recent downgrade by international ratings agency Fitch. For the second time this year, Fitch has downgraded Ghana's credit worthiness to CC or further junk status. According to the agency, the downgrade reflects the increased likelihood that Ghana will pursue a debt restructuring given mountain financing stress with surging interest costs on domestic debt and a prolonged lack of access to eurobond markets. Reacting to this, Professor Bokping maintained that President needs to restructure his government to cut down costs instead of banking hopes on the IMF bailout. An IMF program in itself is not enough. We have said that time and again. Um, you can you can show enough commitment to the IMF that 
these are the policy initiatives, fiscal adjustment that we want to do in order to bring our debt to a more sustainable level and therefore agree to lend to the country. In other words, don't do, let us not do a debt restructuring. But the point is that where we are right now, merely focusing on an IMF program, which is an economic program, will not be enough. Ghana needs to pursue concurrently some kind of governance reform, which may also entail doing some adjustment to our constitution. Is the source of corruption in this country. And then also uh, initiating certain productivity enhancing reforms across the, the entire spectrum of the public sector. The reason I say so is that an inefficient public sector represent cost to the private sector as it interacts to the public sector. Professor Godfred Bokping is an economist. This year's edition of the City Business Olympics ended last Saturday with over 60 companies competing for gold. GCB Bank emerged tops for the third time as it swept 12 trophies while we and Minerals were the winners of the CEU's challenge. There's more in the following report. Ghana's biggest corporate sporting event, the City Business Olympics, brought together over 60 companies to compete for trophies and the bragging rights for the next one year. Participants battled it out in various sporting disciplines such as tag of war, football, sack race and the exciting CEO challenge. The participants also expressed their joy and satisfaction with the event. Well, it's been an exciting experience. Um, it's my first time coming to something like this, actually. Um, I think it's a, it's a good thing that if it's organized on a regular basis, it's going to help us, you know. GCB Bank PLC retained its title as the company with the highest number of trophies at this year's event. The company bagged over 10 trophies to retain its position. It was something we expected. We are prepared and working for it. We've been champions for three consecutive times, and we believe that it was important for us to defend our title. The game plan for us as GCD Bank PFC is that any activity beyond the banking sector and all the financial services sector, that has got to do with brand GCD, we need to dominate. Our strategic vision is to dominate every business, every market we are operating. And then we are taking it beyond our core business function of the prestigious trophy for the CEO challenge was taken by Weir Minerals. This was our first participation in the CTFM Olympic Games. We've never participated in that and we were coming with hopes that we can at least win some of the trophies so that it will encourage our members or our employees to also participate in the next event. So we winning one of the ultimate uh, challenges in relation to the, uh, the CEO challenge and uh, we getting a big trophy. We are really excited about the whole program. The 2022 City Business Olympics brought together hundreds of staff of over 60 participating companies to foster teamwork, network and compete out of the boardroom meetings. The 2022 City Business Olympics was powered by City FM and City TV. It was partnered by Eating Heights and Doctors and Service Clinic. It was sponsored by Menthos, Bethel Logistics and Good Day Energy Drink. Congratulations to all the winners from this year's event. Let's now join Gideon Amwini Che of Data Bank for the latest updates on the stock market. End of last week's trading session, 
The Ghana Stock Exchange's Composite Index retreated by 0.47% week-on-week, expanding its year-to-date loss to 10.80%. The DSI 20 Index, which tracks the 20 most liquid stocks on the exchange, declined by 1.1% week-on-week, widening its year-to-date loss to 12.93%. Access Bank Ghana led the gainers list for last week, advancing by 30 pesos to 4 Ghana cities, while GCB Bank followed increasing by 6 pesos to 80 pesos. On the flip side, GCB Bank, the worst laggard for last week, declined by 30 pesos to 3 cities 70 pesos. Total Energies Market End followed losing 18 pesos to 4 cities, while Ecobank Ghana shared 15 pesos to 6 cities 60 pesos. This week, we expect the Ghanaian stock market indices to continue to decline to be driven by downward price movements in Societe General Ghana and GCB Bank. That was Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank. And that's it for the breakfast edition of the City Business News brought to you by MTN, Goyle and Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nettie Nete. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Yeah, hey, fine girl, fine face. About pouting, my kuma, fine case. You know, be God, but I find faith. When you're my baba, yeah, 714. Ah, yeah. You're still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Up next is kickoff. You be fine girl in the rap of what's hot, hot. And that's brought to us by Lecheho. Have you updated your records with Lecheho? If the answer is no, please get in touch with them. Go and update your records because these days the Ghana card is the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. Get to your nearest Lecheho branch and do that quickly or you can send a whatsapp message to 0574 or 0302-208-333 let's improve life Daniel Cranting is here he's got all the latest from the world of sport it's time for kickoff Good morning, and it's time for kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Kranting. In the headlines, Accra Hatofuk and Kumasi Asante Kotoko play out a 1 1 draw in the Super Clash. The Black Stars touchdown in Spain ahead of their friendly against Nicaragua tomorrow, and Roger Federer waves goodbye to professional tennis for good. Let's begin with the Ghana Premier League and Accra Hatsufu exhibited their fighting spirit to draw 1-1 with rivals Kumasi Asante Kotoko at the Babayara Sports Stadium on match day 3 of the Best Power Ghana Premier League. Yusuf Mubarak fired home from close range to give the Porcupine Warriors a deserved lead. But Kileba Mankwa equalized with a late header to deny Kotoko all three points and bragging rights. Here's Kotoko head coach Seydou Zebu after the draw with the Phobians. 
j'ai vu un très bon match. Yeah, I saw a very good match and the rhythm of the game was very, very, very active and in fact, I'm very impressed about today's game. Yes, last week you saw, you, we were talking about the finishing. We are very disappointed for them to score, but we are not discouraged. This is a, 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 a league and uh, uh, we have a lot of match ahead of us. So, um, having draw here isn't a bad, it is not what we were expecting, but it has come. So, we go back and work so that next matches we can get the maximum three points. The level of the game match. Yuera Sante Kotoko head coach Seidu Zerbo speaking through a translator. We can now hear from Heart of Folk head coach Sam Obwedu after the draw. It wasn't a bad game because we know we are far better than them. But for Kotoko to score us, then I told them that they should keep composure. Now definitely we come back. We know Kotoko they are trained. So definitely it's quite fortunate that we, we drew with them. This is not how I want my, uh, my boys to be. But then it's rather, look, you, you put this one into consideration. All the three matches that we are playing is very difficult matches. We know how to move match after match. That was Hearts of Oak head coach Sam Obwedu speaking there. Another match day three results. Diana Stars and Samatex played out a 2-2 draw in Doma. BBNU Gold Stars were 1-0 winners over Beijing United. Karela bedreams FC by two goals to nil. Kotoku Royals and Swatraman played out a goalless draw. Legon Cities went away from home to beat Real Tamale United by a goal to nil. And Accra Green to Olympics um, beat Ken Pfizer by a goal to nil on Saturday. The Daddy Boys are now joint leaders with Indiana after amassing seven points so far. Head coach for Great Olympics, Yao Preko, says he was unimpressed with his team's cutting edge despite scoring the only goal of the game. I wasn't surprised the way the team Pfizer came, especially in the first half compact at the back and instead of us taking our time just to you know it's the 90 minutes football don't force it first half we had a couple of chances we are finding it difficult to put the ball at the back of the net so when when you are not hitting the back of the net then it gives the opponent confidence to get in the game but still early days work there's a lot of work to be done so when we get to the we, we went to the dressing room we asked them just take it easy you know people want you to immediately you start you start the game Go and score, go and score. But you have to look at the way they So all we need to do is run from behind, run diagonal rounds, and they started doing the diagonal rounds. Second half, you saw, we created a lot of chances. We had a lot of chances, but like I said, if you are not putting the ball at the, ball at the it gives the opponent confidence to come in the game. And exactly what happened. Yapreko is head coach for Accra Great Olympics. In Friday's fixture, Accra Lions were 1-0 winners over Tamale City. Later today at 3 p.m., Rekum Chelsea will host Midiama. Moving on, the Ghana's Black Stars have touched down in Spain ahead of their pre or their second pre-World Cup friendly against Nicaragua tomorrow. The Black Stars will be looking for a positive performance and result after their disappointing 3-0 defeat to Brazil on Friday night. Head coach Otuado says the team will have to improve in all aspects after the Brazil loss. We have to work harder. We have to work harder. Um, we have to work especially harder on the set pieces to defend them. And we have to work harder to, to close the lines. Uh, the, there were too many gaps in between the lines. But like I said, it's FIFA team number one at the moment. So it's not like we're playing against uh, some small balls. <laughs> They're really, really good. Uh, everybody could see. And uh, yeah, for that, uh, I have to say the second half, the, the boys did really, really well. And I start with myself because maybe the system was wrong. I have to look at it again. Otuado is head coach for Ghana's Black Stars. Black Stars' new boy, Inyaki Williams, showed some positives after being introduced in the second half of the Brazil defeat. And the athletic Bilbao man says he will work hard to help push Ghana back to the top. Yes, uh, it's not a good match uh, uh, because Brazil is a good team. 
but I think uh, the second half uh, uh, Ghana is to be Ghana. Uh, this is the the line to to continue, and I'm very happy for to stay here. Yes, uh, I'm very happy. My parents uh, is very happy, and my grandpa, my grandma uh, in Ghana is is jumping to 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 me. Uh, I'm very 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 happy. Uh, the 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 match is not good, but. Uh, I'm going to, to put everything to, to put Ghana on the top. You had Black Stars forward Inyaki Williams speaking there. In today's edition of our World Cup Facts series today in Qatar, City Sports' Ivan Sufuchumansu looks at the number of stadiums that will be hosting the tournament. Welcome to today in Qatar. The 2022 FIFA World Cup will have the lowest number of stadia since the 16 team 1978 World Cup in Argentina. Only eight stadiums will host all 64 matches. Each stadium will incorporate four priorities, which are legacy, comfort, accessibility, and sustainability. The initial plans were for Qatar to have 12 stadiums for the tournament, comprised of nine entirely new grounds and three refurbished, but cuts were made for financial reasons. Out of the eight stadiums to host the World Cup, seven are brand new, while only one old stadium has been renovated, which is a record in recent times. Each venue will be powered by a solar panel farm, which is also equipped with detailed cooling systems to battle the heat, while others have outdoor air conditioning. The stadiums aim to employ cooling technology capable of reducing temperatures within the stadium by up to 20 degrees Celsius. You had City Sports Ivan Sufuchu Mansu with today's edition of Today in Qatar. Let's do some Nations League news now. In reigning champions, France narrowly avoided Nations League relegation despite defeat by Denmark, who missed out on a place in next year's finals. France finished with one point above a relegated Austria, who lost 3 1 to Croatia on Sunday. Denmark had to win and hope that Croatia failed to beat Austria to reach next year's semi-finals. In other results, Netherlands, they qualified for the Nations League finals as Virgil van Dijk's header secured victory over Belgium at the Johan Cruyff Arena. Louis van Gaal's side needed to avoid defeat by three goals against the second-placed Belgium, whom they beat 4-1 in the reverse fixture back in June. And they made setting of their progress when the Liverpool defender van Dijk met Cody Gapo's cross to score after 73 minutes. Let's do some tennis news now and Roger Federer wave goodbye to professional tennis after teaming up with fellow greats Novak Djokovic and Rafa Nadal on an emotional night at the Lever Cup. The 41-year-old received a long ovation after walking off the court for the final time as he retired as a professional. The Swiss, who won uh, 20 Grand Slam titles, is considered to be one of the best players in tennis history. Francis Tiafou, however, proved to be the villain for the second time at the Oliver Cup after his epic comeback down Stefanos Chichipas and denied Roger Federer one final trophy before retirement. Uh, it felt great, but uh, to be saying goodbye in a team, I always felt I was a team player at heart. Singles doesn't really do that a whole lot, but I've had a team... Um, you know, that traveled with me for around the world. It's been amazing with them. So thanks to, to everybody who made it work for so many years. And then, of course, being on the team with Andy, Thomas, Novak, Matteo, Cam, Stefanos, Rafa, and Casper, uh, um, and also the, all the other teams. You guys are unbelievable. It's been a pleasure. 
You had 20-time Grand Slam champion Roger Federer speaking there, bringing an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by Le Cheho. Trust the process. The biggest things often start small. No matter where you are now, the most important decision you will make today is knowing where you'll be tomorrow. All you have to do is take the next step. Believe in your journey and go with passion. Because when you go with passion, you go big. You explore the possibilities. You create the tomorrow of your dreams. So come along and let's go big with our passion. Apply for a loan now and power your ambitions. Get plugged in. Let's go big. Powered by Lesieho. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City
7.33, this is the City Breakfast Show, live on your dial 97.3 FM. Everybody want to go and go for Monday the 26th of September. Send us your thoughts and comments on 0549-986-996. Very interesting weekend. Several activities. We have the City Business Olympics. Global Citizen Concert. Very interesting concert. Of course, the IMF is also in town. Well, let's go to a few messages. And of course, later this morning, we have Etec Monday. Remember, it happens the last Monday of every month. We'll be continuing our conversation on online learning. So stay tuned between 9 and 10. I'll be giving you details as we go along. We have to pay for the oxygen we breathe. And happy birthday to Mr. Godson Abate of Mark George's agency from his wife and children, Rosemary Wese, Werua, Mawe, and Pascaline. And happy birthday to Prince Michael Jokbe. The message is may God bless and favor you. You're a big man. And belated happy birthday to my mom. My mom's birthday was on Saturday. Yes, that was my mom's birthday. So belated happy birthday to my mother, Berenice Natty. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman. Top jollof maker. Like I always say every year, Jose Mourinho sugar mommy. Top jollof maker yeah. that you've never brought to share with us. <laughs> so, but are you, you enjoy it alone, and that's your bowl. No, yeah, I've, that's I've, your no, big see, bowl. I, yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed all the jollof <laughs> here. Yeah, so yeah. That's oh, but a blessed happy birthday yes, to your mom. So, may, may God bless her. And yes, I was at the CBO when when I I gave her a call. Just to say happy birthday to her. So. Well, we thank we thank the Lord for giving you to us through her. <laughs> yes. So, mom's related happy birthday. A few more. Happy birthday to Mr. Philip Achu Agbezudo, aka Opango of PURC Ho. I call for grace and peace on your life. That's from Zaga in Accra. This one's to help us wish Joseph Kobla Jr. He's five today. May the Lord cause him to grow in wisdom knowledge and understanding from his mother his father and his brother you know five is a great age because <laughs> you know especially in our part of the world no I, I mean globally but once you get to age five it's it's one of those milestones like health and wellness oh, yeah, milestones course, for children of course you know because they, a lot of statistics are based on what happens between the ages of one and five or yes. zero to five years so when when a kid turns five it's it's a good milestone you want to celebrate that and Thank God for life and look forward to the next five and the next five yeah, and the next, next you know, as yeah. they grow. But that, that age of five, it's you true. know, and they have their little personalities yeah. forming and yeah, I'm happy it's an interesting age. The health bit because yeah. every year when I read like literature on mm-hmm. health and things, you know, when, when my mom was working, yeah. you know, and I'd go through some of their reports, you know, here in establishments, like with the, the NGO she used to work for mm-hmm. and read a lot about early deaths yes. you know they say between zero and, and so five, if your yeah. child crosses five, five. Charlie, Charlie, it's, it's like because <laughs> it's not time. a lot of them make it yes. you know to five yeah. anyway it's crucial so, so happy congratulations to Joseph Cobbler Jr. 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 he's five he's reached an important milestone yeah. that's one tell me where we gonna run when 
This one says happy birthday to Mrs. Rookie Coffee of the US Embassy in Accra. So it's coming from her colleagues. That's lovely. Yeah. Happy birthday. If your colleagues remember her birthday. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Shell. Shell is saying that whatever the condition is, whatever you drive, you have the right motor oil just for your vehicle. Now at the heart of every performing and long-lasting engine, there's Shell motor oil. Get to your nearest Shell station and choose from their wide range of products and enjoy the benefits of additional checks on your vehicle for free. Shell lubricants designed for ultimate engine performance. Now, do you want to be part of the elite of Ghana's most respected businesses? The Ghana Club 100, that's what I'm talking about, and it's back. On the 14th of October, they have a massive awards night where companies will be awarded and graded and ranked and all. If you want to be part, visit gipc.gov.gh slash blog. There's a nice form you have to fill. Enter all the required fields, meet the requirements, and you never know. On the 14th, you will get awarded and ranked. If you are interested in the event sponsoring or advertising, call GIPC on 0244-877-583 or 0544-332086 or send an email to pr at gipc.gov.gh. Now, recruiting the right candidates is crucial for every business. You need someone who can match what you want and the talent out there. That's why Jobberman Ghana exists. Call them on 0542-904650 because they offer all kinds of great things. They are a career development and 360 recruitment solutions company that offers online and hybrid recruitment, training, assessment, outsourcing, and many more. Or visit jobberman.com.gh to find out more. And Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk takes you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk. It's a great complement to your tea, coffee, gari soakings, mashke, and all of your cereals. Your day is done once you have Creamy Plus. It's available in all Goyle shops, Bachelor Total, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. For bulk purchase, contact Les Fam Distributors at Medina Ridge Junction on 0501-682-522. Or Grace has found us at Akuko Foto in Dansoman on 0245-162-747. And Creamy Plus brings us our birthday messages on the City Breakfast Show. And i just like to back announce one. Our colleague Afrakuma had her birthday yesterday. Yes, yes. A belated happy birthday yeah. to you. Afrax! Afrax, Afrax. Afrax! Afrax, yeah, Afrax. <laughs> belated happy birthday, Afrax. <laughs> And the National Petroleum Authority, in collaboration with the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors and under the auspices of the Ministry of Energy and African Refiners and Distributors Association, is organizing the Ghana International Petroleum Conference. Yep. The event will be held at the Kempinski Hotel, Gold Coast City, from the 28th to 30th of September 2022 on the energy transition in the African petroleum downstream context. Prospects? challenges and the way forward. Now, the special guest of honor is His Excellency Alaji Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia, the Vice President of the Republic of Ghana, with the Honorable Minister for Energy, Dr. Matthew Pukuprempe, also delivering an address. The conference is designed to actively bring to the fore the downstream petroleum industry's perspective and guidance on issues of governmental policy and regulatory framework. G- uh, GIPCON 2022 will witness a convergence of regulators and downstream industry stakeholders from across the West African subregion and beyond. For registration and participation and opportunities for exhibition and sponsorship, visit www.gipcon.com. Now, Gipcon is spelled G-H-I-P. 
P-C-O-N. Gipcon.com. And you can opt for an easier, faster way to self-register your Airtel Tigo SIM with the GH SIM Self-Reg app. You can easily register your Airtel Tigo number from the comfort of your home, your office, or wherever you are. Just you and the GH SIM Self-Reg app. First, download the GH SIM Self-Reg app from the Google Play Store. Set up your account by entering your Airtel Tigo number, your email address, your full name, and a four-digit PIN sent over SMS. Then, log into your new account, follow all the prompts, and make a payment of five CDs via your ATM money wallet or any bank card to complete your uh, SIM registration. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now and register your Airtel Tigo number today. Airtel Tigo, life is simple. It's like something, something doing me bottle, bottle, baby. Are you looking, looking for me? Best. Oh yes, I'm co-signing on Ricky. Last <laughs> I, I tried to talk to Ricky, she was uh, hobnobbing through the sub region. Oh, uh, yeah, that was like a week or two ago. So Ricky, uh, happy birthday as well for me. of Jackie. Now this song, try this song is is really banging. It's a banger. It's a yeah, it's good on me. It's a jams. It's a good on me. It's a jams. Cookie, give me a. No. I'm asking you live on morning radio. You want? Um, listeners, Cookie has. I will not give you my lollipop. Lollipop from Mentos. No, no, no. On the city business Olympics. Please, I bet this Monday morning be nice. Today, not this morning. You're not getting my lollipop. No, 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 girlfriend. The whole Ghana has heard you. That you refused to give me lollipop. No problem. Should have been on that stage though. Yeah. Manager. I need to work hard. I need to work hard. To do global. Well done to all the 
acts yes, all of the acts who, who came the together uh, to support the global citizen campaign and uh, people people kind of didn't understand what it was all about so basically a charge for the world to rise up against yeah. poverty yeah. a charge for the world to rise up against climate change to try and make differences uh, the new generation like we're all part of the world and stuff like that and they use music yes and um this weekend because who doesn't love music it's a yeah great way to get you know together. and i think this was an anniversary version so they did anniversary. so yes. they did two concerts yeah simultaneously so they did accra they did uh, New, New York, York as well. And everybody's talking about the two concerts. Well, I'm sure those in New York are talking about their own. <laughs> yeah. But for concert goers in Accra Oof. or in Ghana, like they felt like the global citizen. But I hope as you were enjoying the music, you were also paying attention <laughs> to the message, the, the reason, yeah. the course. You understand? Because like we have, we have the two things I think we're dealing with significantly in Ghana. Yes. Poverty. Yes. Um, if you look at the, last week, you were, uh, were dealing with headlines about uh, people living in slums increasing. Yes. Poor people increasing in Ghana. I think Even we faced today, like 8 million or so. Yes, we've got the last, headlines on yeah, we, funding that we're getting for pro-poor poor policies. Policies. Still, and you know? then on the climate side, we are dealing with hmm. unpredictable weather patterns. Mm -hmm. The environment is in a mess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, This weekend it came up. And so there's a lot to be unhappy about. So whilst we were enjoying the top-notch world-class performances, they were also supposed to help us to reflect, that, yeah. you know, on the big global issues. And I've always said this, like, sometimes we, we tend to think that the biggest problems that are facing us are, you know, political, uh, like politics, MPP, and these things. But on topic, the biggest ones, climate change, yeah, environment, issues. gender, poverty, poverty. All, those, on the, all on the SDG list. Yes, those are the ones that countries are, governments mm -hmm. are campaigning yeah. on. Yes. You know, we are still campaigning on a couple of things that sometimes don't make sense. Potholes. Yeah, but these are the things, pledges to make a country clean, yeah. pledges to make a country greener. Those are the margins that are winning elections. Pledges to have X number of children in school, you know, that so kind of thing. Those are the things that are winning elections <laughs> in other places. Yeah. So, whilst we're enjoying the concert, reflections yeah. on those, but not to say amazing amazing oh, yeah. concert amazing. Like, i mean i i, I couldn't make it there mm -hmm. um i was only able to catch what people were posting on social media and the clips from global citizen you know their official handle as well and it just looked beautiful beautifully organized mm -hmm. well structured mm -hmm. punctual mm -hmm. you know <laughs> was punctual yeah and it didn't drag on for five or six hours yeah. it was literally you've got mega stars on stage everybody knows what they're supposed to do at what time well choreographed well executed you could tell there were rehearsals you could tell things were, you know sound checks <laughs> all week sound was amazing all attended it and they all attended and they all showed up on time I, yes nobody sat there saying where is Akodia? where is jackie where's stone boy everybody was punctual yeah who say man no day yeah memories of sitting backstage <laughs> Checking the car park. Hey, where is this person's car? Do you understand? The car hasn't come. So artists know how to be on time if things are done right. I mean, I don't know how much everybody was paid. I don't know, you know, but when you've got contracts that say you should be here at this time and you're rehearsing here and this is what... A contract state, is a contract. A con contract and you adhere contract. to it. But, but and you respect it. But we don't want us to... Th we, don't, we don't want us to think that like... I, I, and I was reading it's Twitter and Facebook. So yes. like, oh, it's Bibini and Bruni. <laughs> you see, but that's 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 how that's how it looks. That's how, but that's having how said looks. that, though, yes, Bruni to speak foreigners are behind it. 
but Ghanaian vendors. But we have were no. Front but, but, and the, but the point yeah. is, even in, production, even in the production, even the production, even the production, Ghanians. you have lots of Ghanaians. Lots of I Ghanians. know, I know. I mean, Governor, you and I know people who oh, Ghanaians yes. who were part of the production. yeah who were brought into. By the way, Ghanaians were taken from local, here. local yeah. vendors. Oh yeah, certainly. Yes. I know. I, which I think is great, fantastic. Yeah, and like I, I I'm siding with um our own uh, Emmanuel Sapo Olili. Uh, he did a really cool tweet uh, thread. You can just go on Olile Salvador's uh, Twitter handle, mm-hmm. where basically spoke about let's once we've seen this here, let's keep it the mm-hmm. standard. Keep that level. Going, you know, show up on time. Yes. Attend the rehearsals. Yes. Hire creative directors because it was pretty clear yes, that there was a creative that there director. was a creative director in charge. Yes. Who puts things together? Yes. You could see the overall work that was done both locally. By the local crews, the international crews, basically it was like an international collab, yeah. which is what we need. Which is what like, we need. Okay, to get things to a certain level, and the quality was amazing to watch. How much of that, though, do you think is attributed to budget? A lot. I mean, let's let's be real, okay? The kind of budget that went into this and the kind of sponsorship they got for this would enable a lot of creative freedom. Would enable you to bring in certain elements that. He, you probably will be able to afford here, right? Yeah. But how much of that is responsible to, for how well executed this was as opposed to just the right minds and right brains coming together? Because the, the kind of quality we saw costs money. Let's be realistic. Yeah, the production. But, again, but apparently... There are a lot of Ghanaians who were part of this. But apparently, apparently, everybody performed for free. Ah, well, as part of... Uh, yes, the whole thing, the right? Whole, it's the, like a supporting the cause. So, so, what is it then? Is it the brand? Is it, um, yeah, just wanting to be affiliated with this particular brand? Is it, oh, because this person is asking me to do it, I'll do it, and I'll be on time, and I'll, you know, and and, and let's all come together and, and bring our energies and our intellect and our genius together to make this work because it's a global stage and the world is watching. Mm. Is that what it was? Because if if you or I wanted to assemble the same people to do, the, would it? work or would it be like Charlie how much are you paying yeah I mean to work you are you but <laughs> we, know, we know how we do we, we did yeah. and everything was on time and, but I just wonder what made the difference is it because it's a foreign backed thing no, but, the, or, but the, the the infrastructure required the resources were the resources, yes mm-hmm. some of the things we want we can do but sometimes we cannot afford the things to do them mm-hmm. with. Even on a smaller scale. Yeah, some of the things are really expensive. Yeah. Are you sure? Some of the things, there are no small scales for them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did you see the size of the stage? Okay. Go big but, or but go home. Let's, let's not even... Okay. The award shows we have for, yes. let's say, even our music industry. We won't say any major names, but the award shows we have for music mm-hmm. industry. We've had some award shows that have been going on for two decades. Yeah. And we still, we can't start them on time. Mm-hmm. We've got artists who are billed to perform and don't show up. We've got technical issues with sounds, lighting, all kinds. So, so the question is, it, for those events, they're not—they're nowhere near the magnitude of this, mm. and they've had the benefit of time to iron out all the but, kinks but, and stuff. And there's money involved, there's sponsorship involved. So, how is it that we still I have think there's also issues? audience orientation here, because if you are following the conversation on Twitter. They said they were going to start at a particular time. Yes. yes. A lot of guys who were going were tweeting, I am on my way because they say the show will start at this time. So I am going. But the same people, yes. they have to attend shows here, yeah. will wait, we'll wait and say, oh, it's too early to go. But the expectation is that it will start on time. It's because over time, 
these events have not started on time so people know that if you advertise a start time at eight they know that by eight nothing is happening but you see you know the exception the to that, that rule it, uncle label white is an exception to that uh-huh. rule ksm is an exception to that rule uh-huh. there are people who have stuck to their guns I, I get you. if you get to uncle label white's show at if it starts at eight and you get that eight fifteen, you've missed 15 minutes no, of the show no problem but so, so, so people think- know how to be punctual do you understand we know so what is it ah uh, well but the other part of the show though was the president was there yes he was yeah and got booed roundly yes he did from what i he, saw on social media he got, you know, he got booed roundly when i heard it first i thought it was one of the things we yeah 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 but then i saw it me I, I just think he should take it back as feedback he should take it as feedback on what people think it's as it's an as original a criticism as you will get Hmm. Okay, unfiltered. It's feedback in its purest, in its purest form. Raw, the most in, in raw its form. Purest form. Hmm. So he should take it back and say, "Look, people are obviously not happy because he was addressing key key points. He made the announcement of the billion dollar uh, sustainable uh, fund that we discussed on the Daily Graphic this morning, mm-hmm. for instance, between Ghana and South Africa to deal with all kinds of projects in the country, but." in saying that people also let him understand that they are not very happy with him mm-hmm. and they expressed it in the only way they could express it at a concert mm-hmm. by roundly booing him mm-hmm. so hey, mr president you've got work to do Seven fifty-five at eight will give you tech and social media trends. I'm sure the global citizen thing will be there. I saw videos of Asha dancing with DWP. I was so beautiful. I was so happy to see that. Those guys, they've worked so hard to build a strong brand, and they've worked now. They've worked with Beyonce. They've worked with Asha. They're gone. They're international. Bravo to Dance God Lloyd, Afro Beast, all you guys. Like. Congratulations. They've done so. But GCB is your largest and biggest bank in Ghana. And they won big at the City Business Olympics. We'll talk to them later. From now to the end of October, they are telling everybody whose account has been inactive to please show up and reactivate that account. If you do so with 100 CDs, you'll get a 50 CD reward at the end of the month. Hurry up, activate your account again, link your Ghana card, or you can call 0302-681-531 or 0800-422-422 for further info. GCB Bank PLC, your bank for life. We all want convenience. We all want the simple and easy life. We get that with Pokia. Pokia is a virtual assistant from Star Assurance. And she'll give you the ability to be anywhere and still purchase or renew your motor insurance at any time. Send Pokia a message on 0242-436160 or dial uh, short code star 713 star 222 hash and enjoy a smooth and quick service. Star Assurance is your solid partner for life. Have you registered your self-line number yet? Remember, all this registration business, it also affects data SIM. So don't sit there and say, oh, me, I'm not part. You are part. Pa. Go and register your self-line number because no registration, no service. Visit any self-line shop near you to register with your Ghana card. Self-line, better together. 
and it's the season of discounts in the Samsung Blue Tag sale. Get 50 to 500 CDs off handsets like the Samsung Galaxy A13, A23, and A53. We're also giving huge price drops on HD, FHD Smart, and Crystal UHD 4K TVs, one-door and two-door fridges, 1.5 to 2.5 HP split air conditioners, as well as the Samsung Blue Tag sale from 10th to 30th September in all Samsung shops nationwide. So there's only a few days left, guys. Take advantage of it now. Terms and conditions apply. And great leadership has been so crucial today more than ever. Are you an accomplished leader or an emerging leader and desire to see great leadership on the continent? Then join Live to Lead Conference for a full-day leadership event. Live to Lead is organized by the John Maxwell Company, live from Atlanta, Georgia, and simulcasted across the globe on the theme, Leading with Integrity for the Common Good. It's delivered by world-class speakers. Now, speaking this year are John C. Maxwell himself, the world-acclaimed number one leadership expert and best-selling author, Mr. Patrick Ewa, who's the president of Ashesi University, Patricia Obonai, who's CEO of Vodafone Ghana, Uncle Ebo White, who we were just talking about, renowned playwright, uh, Gwyneth Addo, CEO of the Hair Center, and Kathleen Addy, who's the chairperson of the NCCE, and other international speakers like Patrick Lencioni and more. Now, the date is Friday, the 7th of October, at Virtual on Leader Pass platform, and the rate is 799 Ghana CDs if you want to sign up for this. Call 0546-665-826 or go to livetoleadghana.com. And that's live, the number two, and then leadghana.com. Partners are Goldfields, the Multimedia Group, Village of Hope, Global Share Alliance, Echo Bank, Stambic Bank, KPMG, Hollard, APSA, and UBA. Live to Lead is brought to you in Ghana by CTL Africa, Yalpebi Team, and SJA Consult. And do you want the respect, acknowledgement, and opportunities that come with being ranked among Ghana's top businesses? Then we have some news for you. The prestigious Ghana Club 100 is back again, and it's currently open for entries. On 14th October 2022, at the awards night, 100 outstanding companies in multiple sectors will be ranked based on their size, growth, and profitability. To be eligible for these coveted awards, an entrant must be a limited liability firm, and companies with government interest should have less than 50% government ownership. Businesses who want to be considered should fill an application form online or read the details on how to physically submit their application on GIPC's official website, gipc.gov.gh slash blog. The deadline for submission has been extended to 30th September 2022. For more information, call GIPC on 0244-877-583 or send an email to pr at gipc.gov.gh. Up next, the second social media trends. We'll find out what is trending, what is hot, what are people talking about. But you can send in your thoughts and comments on 0549-986-996. Send us a text message, a WhatsApp message, or even a telegram message. You can tweet at us at city973, hashtag citycbs. Daniel Cranting is here. It's time for tech and social media trends. And that 
And that's brought to us by... By our friends at CalBank. Mm. You can shop online or in-store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, MasterCard, and GH Link. Whether you're shopping, transferring funds, or traveling this summer, just do it with CalBank. To learn more, call 0800-500-500. CalBank, forward together. And our friends at Vodafone want you to know that if you wanted double data for your broadband, that's exactly what they're giving you. It's double the experience when you browse, stream, and download. Just top up your existing monthly subscription with 120 Ghana CDs, and you get 100% bonus broadband data. Dial star 900 hash and follow the prompts. Vodafone, further together. Daniel Cranston is here. He's got the, the segment for us. Daniel, welcome back. What's happening? Hi, Nathan. Are we? <laughs> yeah, it's trending. Global Citizen Festival is in the trends. Um, oh, Charlie, on Saturday night, President Akufado, he went there to deliver a speech, a concert, just to deliver a speech uh, midway through. Oh, when they said, let's welcome the president of the REPA. Oh, they didn't even finish Republic. They said REPA. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Charlie. They didn't try. They didn't when the try. president came, you know, you know what killed me. What when killed he came you? on, I missed the booze. Charlie, he had to try and settle the crowd. He said, "Medase, medase, papa, 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 medase, medase, papa." I said, "Oh, praise God, <laughs> it's painful." And whilst he was giving the speech, then ta 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 away. Oh, Charlie, to be a president, you need composure because like I'll break down. I'll say why. Eh? Why? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> oh, me I'll lose my cool. Oh. No, yeah, yeah. Charlie, cool. President, hats off to you. You try. Because that one day, me, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. But to the main issue, Sako dear. Mm-hmm. Jackie. King Sako. Mm-hmm. Stone Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this poor day. <laughs> oh, this poor day. Proper production. Proper performances. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Have you seen Sako performance? <laughs> I've seen... Oh, Nathan, it was too much. It was too much. You see, let me just put this out there. The show started around 6 p.m., uh-huh. but it finished before 12. Okay. Oh, yes. So, do you know what it does? It's possible. Ah, December show, then they'll start at 6, then they'll end at 5 a.m., then at 4.33, <laughs> that's when the headline act is coming. They're telling us. Learn from the Global Citizen Festival, because December, when it's past 12, we are going home. <laughs> You can't come and do a shake, then you come at 315, 3 then you end at 320, then you go home. <laughs> and you're taking money too. You're taking money too. Not take that. You're not take that at all. The super clash is also training. Yesterday, Hearts and Kotoko, they played a the one-one draw. Kotoko fans are not happy. They said the referee didn't try for them. Mm. But we don't have VAR in Ghana. Yeah, we will take them like that. We will take, take the like one that. point like that, no. I'm saying that until we bring VAR to try and help the referees. <laughs> Let's relax. People are moving <laughs> forward. You are sitting here one referee and two last men. And you want the referee to have the eyes of a television set. He can't. Let's move on. Brazil is also trending. Um, they beat Ghana um, 3-0 in a friendly game. And Nathan. On Friday night. I prefer uh-huh. mm, to fail in the mock and pass in the wasi uh-huh. than to pass in the mock and fail in the wasi. Uh-huh. So this friendly game is good. Okay. Uh-huh. It's it's a, it's just a it's a an exercise. It's like a mock. Yes, it's okay. a mock. So let's yeah. relax. Well, I think I think that's a good way of looking at yes. it. Yes, let's relax. Yeah. Yes. Identify mm. your mistakes before you go to that's the competition. That's all. That's all, Charlie. Uh huh. Rihanna. <laughs> Riri. Riri. Oh, Riri is back, man. <laughs> She's headlining the Super Bowl yeah. halftime show. Yeah. Riri. Oh, I've missed her. Me too. Oh, Rihanna. I love Riri. So I mean, the next Super Bowl. Yeah. The February, next Super Bowl yeah. is February. 
But I, will she have given birth at the time? Oh, she's already given. She's already she given a long time. A long time. Oh, okay. Time. Why did I think? It's a rocky. Oh, it's a rocky. Long time. It's a rocky. It's a rocky. Oh, he's my guy. Did Lip, you see how NFL changed their their name on Twitter? Charlie NFL. They now say in their bio. You know what they said? They said National Fenty League. <laughs> that's when you know you have power. When you make that's the NFL that's, change, that's the Rihanna's power. That's, that's really power. power. Oh, really. Hey. Umbrella, Ella, Ella, <laughs> A, A. Oh, I'll go. You go. Oh, I'm flying there. Someone at me in February next year. I'm going on leave. I'm going to this one. Ah, easy. <laughs> Christy, how long have we been doing these businesses? Oh, just about. Hey, Christy, stop. How long are we going to stay calling ourselves small businesses? Oh, but small, small. Christy, the small is enough. It's our time, oh. Let's move forward. The volumes you are doing now are okay. But imagine doing more. You can expand this warehouse, bring in more brands. Look, it's time, Christy. Let's grow. Hey, but where are you going? To Cow Bank. Christy, I said it's our oh, time. wait for me, eh? Yes, woman, it's your time to grow with Cow Bank Women's Banking. With specialized products and services, get easy access to funds for the input and clearing of goods, invoice discounting and funds for local purchase orders to keep the cash flowing and your business growing. Sign up for Cow Bank Women's Banking today. Let's take your business to the next level. Woman, it's your time. Cow Bank forward together. Tell you, some things can be very painful, eh? like hitting your toe against the corner of a table. Hi, pain. Or a failed cash transaction because of insufficient funds. But that's where Vodafone Cash Overdraft will help you shop life regardless. Yeah. Vodafone Cash Overdraft is the latest innovation that adds to your Vodafone Cash wallet when your balance is not enough to pay for your Vodafone transactions. Just dial star 110 hash. Select option five to opt in now let's say you won't buy 50 cities monthly data where you get only 30 cities for your vodafone cash wallet you will get a notification saying you can access additional funds to complete your transaction you accept the offer done overdraft oh, say Vodafone Cash Overdraft service allows you to access additional funds to complete your Vodafone Cash transaction. Be it paying for your broadband subscription, buying airtime, or mobile data, or even sending money. Terms and conditions apply. Vodafone. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Yeah. John Mr. Uh-huh. Yeah.
Ghana's biggest corporate sporting event, the City Business Olympics, brought together over 60 companies to compete for trophies and the bragging rights for the next one year. Participants battled it out in various sporting disciplines such as tag of war, football, sack race and the exciting CEO challenge. The participants also expressed their joy and satisfaction with the event. Well, it's been an exciting experience. Um, it's my first time coming to something like this, actually. Um, I think it's a, it's a good thing that if it's organized on a regular basis, it's going to help us, you know. As GCB Bank PLC retained its title as the company with the highest number of trophies at this year's event. The company bagged over 10 trophies to retain its position. It was something we expected. We are prepared and we're trained for it. We've been champions for three consecutive times and we believe that what's important for us Prestigious trophy for the CEO challenge was taken by Weir Minerals. This was our first participation in the CTFM Olympic Games. We've never participated in that and we were coming with hopes that we can at least win some of the trophies so that it will encourage our members or our employees to also participate in the next event. So we're winning one of the ultimate uh, challenges in relation to the, uh, the CEO challenge and uh, we're getting a big trophy. We are really excited about the whole program. The 2022 City Business Olympics brought together hundreds of staff of over 60 participating companies to foster teamwork, network and compete out of the boardroom meetings. The 2022 City Business Olympics was powered by City FM and City TV. It was partnered by Eating Heights and Doctors and Service Clinic. It was sponsored by Menthos, Bethel Logistics and Good Day Energy Drink. New day we moving, where day today's party, today feel like rain, oh darling Things are moving smoothly, new day we moving, where day today's party So that was a wrap of how things went down on Saturday at the Eden Heights Sports Complex in Weja It was exciting, it was intense it was Charlie was energetic. Charlie, the, the, the competition there, it was hurt and it was fierce. Charlie, people came yeah. in. I mean, you thought that, yeah, I mean, for us who organize it, we always say, oh, people should come and have fun. People were not there. They came to, to contest. Fun. People came they to came contest. for bragging rights you know, and also to really enjoy themselves. You know, for some of the games, I was at the. We put all the scores together eventually for to get to know who wins and all of that. And we had to go check on some of the games to find out. Ah, we won the results. They were now doing no, quarterfinals, no, 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 no. semifinals. Uh -huh. It Football was lasted very intense. Yes, and 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 basketball mm -hmm. as basketball well. Scrabble lasted yeah. a, a longer time. I, I was very interesting. Um, I, I was um, you I was supervising CEO's challenge and super so I did yes. with it chess first. Right. And then CEO's challenge. Mm -hmm. And it was very interesting. Very, very interesting. It's you know what when, when you when you never know how many people say know how to play certain games mm. like chess. Look, the skill level I I observed. People are good. People are really good. good really good. Really good. So so you had so it, we, essentially we had to so we had three people making our final mm. 
Mm. And then we had to do a round robin, mm-hmm. right? So it was Enterprise, Transmed, and uh, IR Data. Okay. Yeah, IR Data. So they they got it. So they, they were the final three, and they played amongst themselves. To, so so we could get a ranking. And it was very interesting. The scrabble was heated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ivan and CK. CK was at the scrabble. Charlie CK. Charlie CK. Why was he stressed? Because Charlie, he's telling people this and uh, yeah, and people know it should be done this way. It should be done that way. And, uh, and, uh, no, shout outs to shout outs to, to Charles um, Curtis. Charles Curtis, but shout outs to CM Placker. Okay. CM Placker was there. CM Placker has played at eight world championships expert scrabble player and was just there to watch wow. and 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 i and i love the fact that he 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 brought a very interesting dimension to just how things were done just taking people through mm. what what was done what shouldn't be done that kind of thing you know even though we wanted to play that like a certain light leisurely level right, right. He was you know making it's sure very business like yeah he, he added a very strong business like feel to 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 that and so Shouts to everybody who showed up there, and it was fun. Just you know, people. before we went there, Samens was talking about how huge the place was, and I was mm-hmm. really looking forward to how this Eating Heights sports complex will look like, and I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked. It beautiful. It's a massive place. They have swimming pool, even where they, we play the indoor games, the basketball. Hey, already. And the pitch too was solid. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. cute. I, I loved it. Goffin, I, 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 I think it. I think the the Astrotel is one of the biggest you find mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest you find. Look, it's very big. Mm-hmm. Very, very, good. very big. And by the time it was getting a bit late, you find the floodlights. Yeah, and, yeah. and it was like daytime already. I mean you couldn't tell Wonderful. the difference. Everything was functioning pretty good. And and the games were really exciting. People came very energetic, very competitive, and also having fun as well. And 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 some of the companies, Charlie GCB, is like they they came to rip everybody. Like they, they, they filled, you know, in all the disciplines, you find their names. I think the only place I didn't see GCB was swimming. Mm. They had people for mm. all. You know how to swim at GCB. Uh, I, I guess they didn't plan for swimming. This is tell us about it. That's everything else but the pool. Then I'll go and build them a pool. So, so, so yeah, that's that's what happened over over the weekend. So we. But, uh, but I'm happy. I'm happy they lived up to their boast. Yeah, they, they really did. You because know. they were able to have roasted them. Have roast, you would have finished them. Who was it? Who said they were challenging them? Was it VR? I forgot it. Quite a few. Viari, Viari said they were going to challenge them. But Viari didn't try. They did. But you know. But you know, this could be a chance though for someone like a job seeker. If you're a good swimmer, go and apply GCB. Maybe they swim. Next next year they can. I swim. You know, I swim very. Well, yeah, you've got a job at GCB. They're looking for good swimmers yeah. for the, the City Business Olympics so they can sweep again. It was, wow, it was it was it was wonderful, wonderful, mm. wonderful seeing all these um corporate bodies showing up. Who won the CEO's challenge? CEO was Wear Minerals. That's the one I, I saw. Wear Minerals. I was there with Samuel Yafi and Rita Mensa. So we supervised the CEO's challenge. It was very interesting mm-hmm. watching some of these challenge. Wait, 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 who competed? Oh, um, NHI, Wear Minerals, Deidrani, Power ah, Restaurant. Okoboy competed. No, 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 no. Isn't he Smith. NHI? So, 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 uh-huh, so, but yeah. it's good. Ah, but so, ha- no, no. I mean, he, he heard CEO's my message. CEO's challenge. Yes, but it would have been nice to see Okoboy, like, competing no, he for the CEO's he, challenge. He ran scared. <laughs> After hearing that we have to share a dreamer for him, he ran scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the end, it was Wear Minerals. So, in, you know what they had to do? They had to score like uh, score into a small post uh-huh. okay from 
the center circle mm. into the small pool. Mm. Yeah. The women also were they went five or five. So what? What? We had about 40 or 42 of them. And so first round, if you miss, you're out. Okay, okay. Second okay. round, if you miss, you're out. Then in the end, it came down to a shootout between Deidre and Epa and Wear Minerals. Hey! Wear Minerals held their nerve, right? <laughs> mm. Five or five. Oh, wow. Five or Accuracy. five. Accuracy. Mm. Uh, we are struggling, Blaster. We're We are Minerals see you. Does he, does he qualify to play for Ghana? Yeah, we, if we give him a few months training him. Oh, he can and get there. We can only, we'll only bring him in to take penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds in the end he of extra him, time. Yeah, exactly. He sub him in like right at the end of extra time. No. Alright. So oh, in the wow. end, GCB, GCB were overall winners. Oh, but, but congrats to them. That, congrats that's fantastic. Them. And um, winners privilege. So, so we are going to speak to them. Mm. We're going to speak to the people at GCB. They've brought a strong team. They've carried all the trophies here. Really? The only, I, 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 I like everybody who came, but I have questions around he says he has video evidence of him making a difference in the gcb challenge he says he was in the scrabble or something and then a table tennis he should come he should come we didn't see him okay you you let's 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 he says he's bringing video evidence we want to see he should come okay let's let, let's bring gcb in uh, GCB. let's let's bring them in let's bring them in But before we talk to them, the weekdays can be a bit of a drag. But here's some happy news to make your Tuesdays and Thursdays better. They said the Dansoman Shell Burger King and Starbites at Dansoman Westlands Tessa No Otema Community 8. Shell Station and spend 80 CDs or more to win an amazing prize. Here's the happy Tuesdays and Thursdays at Shell. And also, if you care about your engine, whatever you drive, whatever the conditions, we've got the right motor oil for you. Shell motor oils are also endorsed by the very prestigious car manufacturers, such as BMW, Hyundai, and your car. Our oil specialists and lube bay me- mechanics are trained to understand your car and guide you on the right way of maintenance. Visit any Shell station and choose from our complete range of products and enjoy the benefits of additional checks on your vehicle for free. Shell lubricants designed for ultimate engine performance. So like I said, we've been joined by GCB Bank, PLC. Overall winners. Overall winners. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, another edition of the City Business Week. So they, so they won last year. They've defended mm-hmm. their title. Yeah. So they are, they are two-time... Three-time winners. Three-time winners. Hey. Is it four? Like back to back to back? Like quadruple winners back to back. Thank you. Wow. Oh, this is serious. That's, Koku, that's no, no, no. We need to break this monopoly. How are we going to do this? <laughs> well, but the other companies will have It'll to be do difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we've been joined by uh, John Adama, who is executive head retail banking and chairman of the sports committee. So you see why that's, we are giving you an insight. They have a standing sports committee. Sure. We have Muniru Mokta, who is head of customer service. And then we've got Nanai Alkesi, who I know, he's their communications manager. We still want video evidence of him <laughs> taking part in table tennis. Uh, yeah, 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 I've got it live in college. Okay. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. we have Nanama Asamwa, who's the vote custodian and female coordinator on the sports committee. Hey. So, so, just, so this, you understand this is a why proper organization uh, of sports sports committee. No we get jokes. It. We get no it. jokes. We get no it. We get it. No we jokes. get it. We get it. Uh, John, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. And congrats on winning over the weekend. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, you. Let's let, let's get into 
how that happened. You know, people know the what, which is that GCB Bank PLC are overwhelming. But yeah. how did how did you put it all together? How did it come together on Saturday? Okay, thank you very much, Nathan, mm. and good morning to your listeners. Mm. Um, as we have rightly put it, I think we are one of the few institutions that has a sports committee in place. Wow. Mm. Yes, we believe in this Latin adage that uh, men sana incorporates sano. Okay, sound mind. A sound mind in a sound body. Okay. And so if we are to be as agile as bankers are supposed to be, <laughs> as nimble as bankers are supposed to be, then we need to take care of the body as well. Okay. And so we have actually invested in sporting activities. So there's a sports committee in place of which I'm the chairperson. And um, we, we, we take part in all sporting activities. Mm. And so we actually prepared... Now, I'm sure we would have swept all the trophies at stake if we even had um, more preparation. Mm. This one is just a day's preparation that delivered this. So if we had had more time to prepare, I'm sure there would be nobody who would pick even a single trophy <laughs> at that tournament. Wow. wow. That is that's, what GCB is. Wow, so the true. dominance of GCB is not just in the financial sector. It is also in every <laughs> uh, 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 yes, every wow. sphere of life. Um, yes. Amazing. That is GCB. Okay. okay. Let me uh, let's let's speak to Nanama Samuel. Nanama Samuel is well custodian and female coordinator yeah. on the sports com- Wow, Charlie. Congrats- just feel like she's beaming with pride, yeah. you know. It's so, like so 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 excited. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, so excited. Because for the past three times I've been taking the sack race. Hey, hey. so just <laughs> the I brought a replacement uh-huh. and she was wow. Wow. wow she was wow she didn't disappoint me oh I, i'm so my girls are all the best <laughs> and the volleyball mm-hmm. at the first time we even gave them 21 straight Ooh. after i picked the ball the first set 10 seven straight away before mm-hmm. we went to the second round then 10 one okay. so charlie no yeah, challenger. Prepared for anything. This, this, is, this is amazing. This is amazing. I just love the. You know what I love? The excitement about this. Yeah. I like the fact that you're so invested in this, and you came with your. You, you 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 didn't. You came with full force, like an army that you've prepared. You you came with your your first eleven. Let's say that you know the yeah, first team. This is not oh the reserves. Oh, let's just send somebody there. <laughs> they actually prepare and plan for this. Like that's how seriously GCB has taken City Business Olympics, and that's yeah. a wonderful thing to see. Yeah. You know that yes, you're a corporate organization, but you believe in this so much that you spend time, you invest resources in preparing your team and. It has paid off. You got what, five gold medals. Yes, I think five silver, five. two bronze. What in which discipline? Let's just go down uh, the disciplines that you you won. You came second, and then third as well. So that we those out there who are thinking, oh GCB, how are we going to challenge them? <laughs> then they know how to they prepare. Need to they need they to need start, start now. Start like you need a year of preparation to get to the GCB level. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the main stag of war. We won the main stag of war. Ooh, okay. that's gold. Okay, female volleyball. Okay. Mm. Sack race, female sack race. Uh-huh. Then we won the um, table, tennis, table tennis, both men, men and, and women. Women. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Then okay. when we come to the other side, the long tennis too, we were second position, okay. both oh. men and women. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then the tag of four, the ladies, we were third. Mm. Lime and spoon, men, we were second. Mm. 
and sack race too we were second okay. for the men's side mm-hmm. yeah so that's all great job that's great job okay great job. So, but i have to ask though the swimming thing are, are you looking for someone who can swim like swimmers, because it looks like the swimming did this take part in swimming we didn't no. or you didn't you didn't have yeah, yeah but yeah, unfortunately our swimming guide didn't come. That was oh, okay. So you had a swimmer, yeah. but so you had a okay. Next year, okay. he's coming. Next hey. year, so company should beware. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let, let me bring Muniru. Thank you for joining. Muniru Mukhtar is head of customer services. Muniru, I'm sure you were there. Yes, I was there. You witnessed everything mm. that happened. Yes, I was there from the beginning to from the, the beginning end. To mm. uh, I remember uh, in the morning they mm-hmm. interviewed me ah. and they said that oh GCB, <laughs> though you are the defending champions. Uh-huh. We have had companies that have come this year and they want to displace you. And I told them that, well, we are not afraid. eh? We are the largest bank in Ghana. Um, Whatever we want to do, we give it our best. And I want to assure everybody that, look, at the close of the day, we are going to be the the winners. You realize that there are so many companies that have registered. But at the end of the day, we have only two companies that will stand out. And that is GCB and the rest. Hey! Hey! I like that. I like that. They, 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 they backed up the talk. And yes, they did. It. This was wonderful. Yeah. Nanaya, let, let, let me bring Nanaya uh, Kessie's communications manager. We'll talk about the video evidence later. <laughs> still, <laughs> but you, you were there as well. Your general impressions of how everything came together, the, the event itself, and you know, just watching. I'm sure you were very proud just watching GCB dominate and win everything. Well, thank you. I'm glad you used the word dominate. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, 2020, we came up with a strategic vision of being um, uh, the most dominant player in every market we're playing. Okay. And this market for us goes beyond the banking sector and the financial service sector. Mm-hmm. So for us, every activity, event that has the brand name GCB, our focal point is to dominate. To dominate. And um, let me say that in terms of the organization, it, it was very impressive the, the location w- was spot on. Mm. Um, various organizations came not just to compete, but to network and to have fun. It, it was a very a, exciting environment. And as Ghana's largest and first indigenous bank, we knew we knew we knew that the wedding um, have a choice than to win. We, we've won three three consecutive times. If not for the uh, for the unfortunate break uh, as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. I, I mean, I'm sure we'd have won it about six times <laughs> so far. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean but, but of course, I mean, I, as Big Brother, uh, we, we, we also had to be kind. So, so we decided not to win everything, but to give our, our younger brothers um, something to, to cheer about. Okay. Yeah, but, but, but all in all, let me say that it was an excellent event. Um, City TV, um, uh, um, City FM, you guys did a good job. The location by Eden Heights was also spot yeah. spot on, and we are most grateful. Thank you. Uh, it was it was it was fun just seeing all the all the corporate bodies. I remember when we were setting up in the morning. Coco GCB Bank, they were one of the first people to show up. I said, you can see that they met the bitch. I'm sure, I'm sure if they, they could have camped there the night before, <laughs> they would have. Like, you know, if Eden Heights had said, oh, well, they would have reserved apartments. Like, okay, we're staying here tonight. Early in the morning, we'll get up and start warming up. Like, that's the energy I feel from them. They really took it to heart. Okay. We have a few messages yeah, a few for you. Yeah. Um, good morning, CD team. GCB were just lucky with the table tennis. They should watch out for me again next year. Their opposition against me worked, but they should watch out next year. This is Zach 
from Bunji Lotus Crocland. Okay. Um, uh, Nathan and team, you can't imagine what the games have done to our staff. The morale is very high today in the office. Please, our registration fee for next year is ready. <laughs> That's from Rent yeah. to Kill Initial Ghana Limited. Thank you, guys. Yeah, We're so CEO, glad. Their CEO was in the CEO's challenge. Yeah, okay. He made it to the third round, I think. Wow. Made it to the third round. Oh, nice. The, the, this is great. Um, good morning. Our margins women tug of war team silenced GCB women. <laughs> Next year, we shall silence them totally. Margins all the way. I'm Gordon Dugway. Okay. Right. So you had a bit of a challenge there in tug of war. All right. Okay. Um, as, as, uh, let's let's let the final words. Uh, Nana, you wanted to respond. And then yes, um, in terms of the table tennis men, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trust me, it was a very difficult game. Wow. The the competitor in in the final w- was tough. So uh, we we picked the the first game. Um, he, he rallied for the second one, and then um, then we won the tiebreak. And and then even then, it, w- it was a very difficult game. Wow. So 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 yeah, he's right. Uh, <laughs> we, we know that lots <laughs> of organizations are are going to prepare and give us a very difficult one. We want one. to come for your crown next, the next time round. Yeah. All right. Concluding okay. words. Concluding words, John. Yes. Um, um, Nathan, um, I want to thank CTFM for pulling this off. I think the organization was phenomenal. Mm. And um, we are with you every day. Thank you. Um, I can't leave here without making a call on our customers as well. Okay. Um, whilst thanking them for their custom over the years, I want to urge all of them who have not updated their account information with their Ghana cards mm. to do so. Mm. Because um, it's a statutory requirement now. And um, if you don't bring your account information up to date, if you don't update your account with the Ghana card, uh, it's just a matter of time. You may not be able to do perform financial transactions. Mm. So they should troop into our branches and uh, go online. We have an online platform as well. They should get on there and update their account mm. information with the Ghana card. Right. But we thank them for their custom. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats once again to GCB Bank PLC. Yeah. We're all winners yeah. for the third straight time. They said four. Okay, you let's say four. 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 So four. Four-time winners. Yeah. Four-time winners. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. We had John Adama in studio. John Adama is Executive Head Retail Banking and Chairman of the Sports Committee at GCB Bank PLC. We had Munir Mokhtar, Head of Customer Services. And then we also had Nanaya Okese, who's their communications manager. And Nanama Samoa, vote custodian, vote custodian, sorry, and female coordinator of the sports committee. And they are all from GCB Bank PLC. I can see they are big trophy behind. It's huge. Huge. Hey! Do you have space for all these trophies? <laughs> Just as huge as GCB. Yeah, that's hey. huge as GCB. I have a full cabinet for the trophies. Oh, so there's more. Yes. yes. There's more to be yes, won. There is Thank more you. to be won. Thank you, guys. Congrats once it. again. City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Na, 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 na. Oh. 839. Isn't Welcome it? back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Now, when you buy anything, it has to be the very best. Diamonds 42.5 hour grade cement is the highest quality on the market. These days, they have the more affordable 32.5 hour grade, which means that's a good deal for every pocket. You can call Diamond Cement on 0244-313-368 or 0540-111978 or 0202-021175. Diamond Cement, still hard as a diamond. Roberts and Sons is 32 years and they are thanking their loyal customers. And so they are giving free eye tests and great offers if you visit their branches in Kofredia and Adenta, Weja and Tema, Kumasi and East Legon, Adabraka and Dankwa Circle. Call them on 0302-222-601 or 0501-519-111 for more info. And are you getting good insights from your data for decision-making? Join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart, save time, and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools, Microsoft Excel and Power BI. Finex Skills Hub offers hands-on practical training to corporates and individuals in Excel for work, data analytics, and financial modeling to help you improve productivity at the office. Reach out to Finex Skills Hub on 0244-782-356 or visit our website Site, phoenixskillshub.com. Phoenix Skills Hub. Learn, connect, grow. And open global doors when you earn a quality American master's degree in international relations, business administration, or human resources management in just about 16 months. MBA students can choose a general MBA or specialize in either marketing, corporate finance, corporate communications, information technology management, cybersecurity, project management, or digital marketing. Admissions are also open for our undergraduate programs. Apply now to enroll for our October intake and get up to 50% off tuition. Call 054-012-0849 or visit webster.edu.gh for more information. So listen to the City Breakfast Show. We've spoken to GCB who are the winners or who were the winners over the weekend. Now let's speak to the people who hosted us. Everybody who has sent us a message or even had GCB. Because we had GCB saying that they love the place. Right? They, they, they were in the love complex. with it. It was wonderful. Everybody said, I didn't know such a place existed. Yeah. Now let's speak to the people behind it. Mm. The people who've built such a wonderful place <laughs> that wowed all of us and had some people drooling. <laughs> <laughs> we have Emmanuel and Saint Ofer, CEO of Eden Heights. And we also have Regina Ofi Ousu Boedi, who's the sales manager. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the City, uh, city Breakfast. Morning. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Fine, thank you. Regina. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we <waiting> that. <laughs> we communicate on the phone. No, this is awesome. That's I mean, great. just seeing how happy people were to just be there and how beautiful the place is and how huge it is. You know, we'd, we'd love to know more about the facilities and what you have to offer. I think, first of all, we, we let's thank them oh, for, yes. for hosting us. Right, It was a great place. People loved it. Let's let, now let's get into Eden Heights itself. So people people came there, people saw the place, but what exactly is happening there? How come you have such nice, nice things constructed all around the place there? Okay. Thank you very much. Um Eden Heights um started construction about five years ago. Um we had uh in mind the fact that people spend a lot of time at work. We needed to give them a home that they could come back to 
and to be able to enjoy mm -hmm. life. So uh, we decided to build a sports complex on about 17 acres of land mm -hmm. with both all the things that we saw at the Olympics, uh, swimming mm -hmm. pools, basketball court, etc., etc. Um, now we have all the apartment ready for people to move in. I see. Um, you can just stroll in from your apartment to this complex and enjoy your life. Um, I keep saying that we need to develop the talent of our children. You know, okay. who knows who the next Serena Williams will be? Yeah. You know, so if you have time, you can take your children to tennis lessons. You can take them through football classes, you know, and it's so close to the apartment. So we currently have all the apartment ready for people to move in. Okay. In fact, if you want to move in tomorrow, we can <laughs> assist you to move in. How many are we talking about? Do you have an idea of how many apartments? Uh, currently, we have almost about 400 uh, apartments wow. ready. And we even have some residents who have already yeah, moved in, yeah. yes. Okay. Nice. When, when we went over the weekend, we could see, you know, some people also sitting on their balconies enjoying mm, the watching, game. Watching what's yeah. going on. Watching what's going on. Regina, great. You're, you're, you're the sales manager, so you're the one who gets all the, you know, people. I sell. Who, you know, essentially, <laughs> you sell. So, so, for example, if somebody is listening to us or somebody came there and saw the place and was wondering, wow, I want one of these. How what, how does it work? How does it work? How does one acquire a place like that? Okay, so um, thank you. Um, Eden Height is selling, just like my boss mentioned. Um, if you are wowed by what you saw and you want to be part of the Eden Height family, it's pretty simple. Um, we have very flexible payment plans. Currently, um, if you should deposit just a minimum of 50,000 cities, 50,000 cities only, you get a chance to reserve an apartment. That's from um, between two-bedroom all the way to a four-bedroom apartment. You mm. could reserve it with a 50,000 cities. And then we have a payment plan, very flexible one. We have up to two years payment plan without interest. Mm. So it means that you could come into an, a sort of arrangement with us. You'll be paying monthly towards your apartment that you have reserved. So if you want more, yes, why not? Let's discuss. We can always come to some sort of arrangement. And we also have mortgage financing options. We have partner banks that we deal with so let's say two years or three years isn't working for you you want 10 years or more we switch you up to our partner banks for a mortgage facility and then you can also assess the mortgage with them we do a number of um, banking institutions now eco bank stambic fmb bank republic bank cow bank and all the others so let's have a talk uh call lines are 0501 531 444 any of these numbers when you call our sales reps are on standby and of course if you didn't get the chance to view or have a tour of their development we are still ready we're still touring so please okay. come on board and um, so, let's so, take so people can call and say okay i want to come and have a look why not if you want to do weekday weekend sunday whatever we are ready just give us a call on the numbers I put out there, mm -hmm. and then we'll be on standby to assist you to get your dream home. <laughs> and also, you could check us up on our website. That's www.edenheights.com.gh mm -hmm. for all the other informations you want. Mm -hmm. So please, don't think you have lost out. No, we're still selling. That's so please, selling. come and be part of the great, Eden family. Great, great. You know, I mean, how? why did you say yes to to hosting the City Business Olympics this year? I mean, you could have been doing other things, but why did you say yes when CTFM and CTTV asked that, okay, can you please give us a place to host all these companies? Okay, so when City approached us, mm. I took a peek into what had happened in past years, mm. and I realized that we had the facility to be able to take up more than 60 companies. As a matter of fact, we could take up more than 100 companies. Wow. Um, people were packed comfortably, 
within the premises. Yes. We had more than 800 cars, more than 20 wow. buses packed. And just that's phase one of the project. Mm -hmm. We didn't even move into phase two of the project. So we realized that we had the capacity to host it. We realized that City was a good brand that we wanted to partner with. And we believe that it's important that we expose our development to other people who might be interested in buying into the homes. Mm -hmm. And we thought that it was a great opportunity for us. And I think the hard work paid off. Mm -hmm. Everybody was happy. Uh, especially with the sports complex, <laughs> the phones have not stopped ringing, you know, awesome. and, and people are, are making inquiries yeah. and we've set up a lot of tours for them. Mm. People were delighted. Quickly, there was yeah. somebody who walked past, so, we, you know, we were up in the gym area, that's where we set up the chess tables and yeah. things. Somebody came up and said, I want the basketball court, and I said, it's downstairs. Said, ah, downstairs where? <laughs> I said, it's just right behind you. The person looked in. His jaw was like it sweeping dropped. the... <laughs> what? He couldn't believe it. That's a lovely basketball. It is. Yeah. And so it opens you up for events, for people to come and of use course. the facilities. And this is fantastic. Okay, now, what do you have to say to people who say, oh, but it's so far, where it's located? You know, for people who are concerned about the location, what do you have to say to them about that? Okay, so... um. Um, on Saturday, I was interacting with a number of the participants, and they actually confirmed that it was it was worth the distance. Mm. It was worth it. The truth is that we we have a lot of traffic and a lot of bustling going on in the city. So this is it was particularly located. It's not like it was it was um, a mistake. We thought of you taking you out of all this mm. bustling and hustling um, happening around the city area to a place where you can find serenity. You you, mm. you experience mm. the air. Mm. It's it's so fresh. <laughs> and we're so like close that. to the the beaches and all that. So it's strategic just to give you a feel of um, an escape mm. of a sort. Mm. So you are living every day in a very comfortable atmosphere in a very serene atmosphere you are so close to the beaches if you're a beach person then hey 10 minutes away you drive to the beach and also all these traffic and all that for example if you're working in town there are strategic places that you could actually escape to get to this um to town early people live in spinters yeah. people live at east Legon. the traffic is crazy so it's not about the distance it's what do you find where you live where do you live? That should be the, 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 the question. So, yeah, I think that if you have to come home to all this comfort, to all this elegance and style, mm. it's definitely worth the coming home to. I see why she's the sales. <laughs> <laughs> I see why. I, I told you, people felt really at home. I, I oh, think yeah. for this event, planning is everything. Mm -hmm. um, yes. People felt so much. I saw GCB pounding fufu mm -hmm. on the ground. That's the secret behind your winning. And that's how come they won the tug of war. Pounding fufu on the ground. <laughs> yeah, wow! They took strength. the thing personally. Yeah, they, 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 they. But I mean, look, it was a it was a great place. Listen, if if you are listening to us, it's not hype or anything. Mm -hmm. We were there, and it's a wonderful place. So, like you heard from Regina, look, give them a call. You just go and see. People like to doubt us when we say things, so you go and see. <laughs> just go and have a look, and then come back and tell us what you mm -hmm. saw and and how you felt, and and you'd be happy. Um, Final words, Emmanuel and Regina. Final words for those who are listening to us. Um, what the next plans? Somebody will be asking: Are there? Are you done? Are, are you building more homes? Are there things for a lot of people who may not know or who may not have heard of Eden Heights? Okay. So final words: uh, We run out of the one-bedroom apartment, um, so we're looking to build a few more in the future. Um, it's eighty-four square meters. Yeah. We are looking to welcome people into our homes, mm. you know, so that they, they become part of this big family. So um, do not hesitate at all. Um, we will prepare a bespoke package for you. 
Um, don't be intimidated and uh, <laughs> we'll make sure that you feel at home. Great. Great. Oh, we've got, okay, when she finishes, uh, we've, we've got, we've got, we've got a nice message for you. We need a testimony <laughs> yeah. for them. Okay, so we want to say a big thank you to CT. Um, it was a great partnership. And um, we also want to say a big thank you to Eden Heights and the sales team and everybody. Um, you guys were amazing. And we want to tell you out there that um, that's not a hype. It's real. Come see it for yourself. Seeing Ghanaians say it's believing. Mm -hmm. So come see it. Just like I put the numbers out there. 0501 Give me a call. I have a home for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, here's a message from Efui in Mamprobi. He says, City, you guys do all. Eden Heights, you do all. Eden Heights was an experience. It was worth the hype. The Eden Heights team were also extremely impressive. I think they really dispelled the perception that it's quite a distance. Nonetheless, the experience was worth it. I mean, this is someone who was obviously blown away and impressed so thank you if we i like that <laughs> <laughs> and thank you thank you so much thank, thank you so you. much thank you so much eden heights. Thank thank you. You. so we'll be speaking to imano and of ceo of eden heights and regina Ofie or wusu Boedi, sales manager also with eden heights so give them a call go and see the place just go on the tour walk in there with an open mind and when you are done come and tell me what you saw We have a tech Monday happening, but before that, Koku has a few things to tell us. Yes, at Sunu Assurances, we know that everyone is unique. Whether you want to give your family peace of mind, or give your best at work, or fulfill your potential in business, or even have a comfortable retirement without regret, no dream is too big. Sunu Assurances, with years of proven experience and an enviable record, will give you the right product made exactly with your unique needs in mind. Choose from motor insurance to travel insurance, household insurance, marine insurance, and more so you can have the peace of mind to chase that dream with Sunu assurances you pick your way we take the risk connect with us on whatsapp or telegram on 0552-571-980 Sunu assurances insurance our business and the Lands Commission wishes to inform the general public, particularly lessees and assignees of state lands in all 16 regions, to settle all outstanding ground rent. All lessees and assignees are required by lease covenants to pay annual ground rent in respect of the state or vested lands, whether legally demanded or not. Officers of the Lands Commission in the regions are embarking on an exercise to recover outstanding ground rent and enforce covenants enshrined in the leases. To begin the payment process, the lessee or assignee must obtain a rent demand notice and a ground rent invoice from the the rent office at the regional office of the lands commission payment can be made through the ghana.gov platform any participating bank or at the on-site bank at the regional office of the lands commission with an id the lessee's phone number postal and email addresses failure to pay your ground rent will be a basis for re-entry call 0203-147-754 for more information 
The Minerals Income Investment Fund is the state entity mandated to receive and manage mineral royalties among other functions per the Minerals Income Investment Fund Act 978. And the fund is reminding all licensed and active quarry operators to all quarry operators, um, salt mining operators, limestone mining operators and um, sand winners to pay up their overdue royalties into the designated MIIF accounts at the Bank of Ghana or through ghana.gov.gh to avoid sanctions. If you have any questions, you can send an email to nana.tando at miif.gov.gh or call 0201-855-660 or 0201-855-612 or 0201-855-564 or you can visit miif.gov.gh to learn more about the activities of the Minerals Income Investment Fund our royalties are heritage now, Etec Monday is a platform for the entire Etec ecosystem with government representatives to facilitate critical conversations on the use of technology for teaching and learning. The show is an initiative of the Mastercard Foundation's Regional Center for Innovative Teaching and Learning in ICT, and is part of the foundation's strategy to find solutions to Africa's youth employment by closing the gap in access to quality education and advance the integration of technology and education policies in practices. And practices across Africa. Etec Monday builds on the foundation's Young Africa Work Strategy in Ghana, with the vision that by 2030, the country will be a continental demonstration of young people, especially women, harnessing opportunities to shape the future of work and to create an inclusive economy with enhanced resilience for the most vulnerable. To realize this vision in Ghana, the Mastercard Foundation has partnered with Mest Africa to bring you the Etec Monday. Airing on the last Monday of every month, catch the show live on uh, at 9 a.m. on the City Breakfast Show or watch on Facebook Live at City 97.3 FM or Mest Africa. It's still the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back after this short break. When we come back, we have another episode of Etec Monday just for you. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
Welcome to another episode and another session of EdTech Monday. My name is Nathan Kwa and I'll be moderating the session uh, today. Uh, we are talking about using EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. Using uh, EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. Now, the increased digitization of information and education um, systems is making online activity a normal part of everyday life. As more young people use online learning platforms, parents, teachers, and school administrators are increasingly concerned about the safety of children while they are online and in today's session on EdTech Monday we focus on internet safety for learners in Ghana and we ask how can EdTech create awareness but also help prevent different types of cyber threats or attacks and improve the online experience of our children. Now the ad adoption of e-learning technologies in Africa continues to grow with reports indicating that e-learning, the e-learning market on the continent is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 11.2% during 2022 to 2027. So there's the need to understand the risks and threats to young learners online and how to recognize and mitigate them uh, with protection mechanisms. Now this includes the legal and ethical requirements placed on teachers and uh, what they can do to keep students and their information safe and secure strategies for making classrooms safe and secure for students online activities and the role of parents and caregivers in protecting their children as they study online now we do know that all of this is part of edtech monday a platform for edtech entrepreneurs education stakeholders government reps to facilitate critical conversations on the use of technology for teaching and learning so um, that's what we'll be looking at, using EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. That's what we are doing today. And I'll be joined by a panel of experts to discuss the pertinent issues so you can join our conversation by sharing your thoughts and comments and questions via our WhatsApp platform and our Facebook page. And uh, let's get into, uh, let's hear from our panelists today. First off, I have Eric Kwekumensa, he's lead financial crimes and anti-money laundering e-crime bureau and he's an astute professional in cyber security financial crimes management both cyber and non-cyber e-payments anti-money laundering and security intelligence he has delivered um, high-profile investigations and assignments for organizations within the financial sector uh, as well as other sectors of the economy and mr Mensa has acquired vast experience conducting investigation doing due diligence assignments project management and capacity building in technology and risk management eric if you can hear me good morning welcome to today's uh, episode of edtech monday hi good morning nathan thank you uh, i'm so grateful thank you so so much platform. thank you so much for joining so grateful Thank you so much for joining us. Up next, we have Awo Aidam Amenya, Executive Director of Child Online Africa Profile. Now, Awo is Child Online Africa's founder and executive director, which is a child and family-focused charity working in Ghana and uh, beyond through strategic partnerships. In this role, Awo leads the team of professionals and volunteers committed to influencing policies and changing practices in favor of child well-being and keeping the child safe in Africa while they are online. Now, if you can hear me, good morning. Welcome to EdTech Monday on this 26th of September. Hi, Nathan. Good morning. And good morning to your listeners. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, Awo, for joining us. We also have Sheila, Mrs. Sheila Sonikan, 
uh, IT manager at Ghana International School. Now, she's an experienced educator with over 20 years experience in the IT curriculum space. Now, she's been, um, and she delivers IT curricula for children between the ages of 3 and 14. She's currently the IT manager at the Ghana International School, leading the school's drive towards technology integration and teaching and learning across its management and administrative functions. She's a certified international school evaluator or peer reviewer with the New England Association of Schools and Colleges, having embarked on accreditation visits to schools in Africa, Asia, and Europe. Sheila, good morning and welcome to Etec Monday. Good morning, Nathan. Thank and you so much. Listeners as well. Good Thank morning. Good morning yes. once again. Thank you so so much for joining us. Everybody's welcome um to our conversation. Let's um let me start off with um Eric and Sheila. Now, as educators and stakeholders in education, this topic I'm sure is very important to you. Now, what are the unique dangers that you find? that online users are exposed to here in Ghana when it comes to learning online and that. Um, Eric, let me start off with you and then I take Sheila's thoughts. Okay, thank you very much, Nathan, and uh, good morning. And thanks for bringing e-crime on board to share our perspective on the subject matter. Now, to situate the subject matter, uh, a survey by UNICEF uh, revealed that seven out of ten young people use the internet for learning. Okay, now, if seven out of... 10 people use the internet for learning. It means that if there is any danger, it might get a wider range of the young people that uh, try to leverage on technology. According to the survey, in, that, in fact, four out of 10 have actually contacted people that they've never met face to face before. And, and out of that also, two out of 10 of these young people have gone ahead to meet face to face with people that they first had contact with online. So this brings into perspective the, the danger of meet online and then meet offline, or contact online and meet offline. Now, there are some issues in relation to you know, people trying to groom young ones to do things that uh, ordinarily their parents wouldn't allow them to do. And that is one key thing. Another. Thing that we have seen in the industry as uh, as e-crime bureau is that there is that uh, issue about cyber stalking and cyber bullying. We also have the the uh, exposure to indecent images also being some of the dangers. Online predators are also over there. There is also another critical thing, uh, which is the misinformation and disinformation, and that is a danger to the young ones. So uh, uh, by and large. There are other, you know, cyber-related risks like the phishing and smishing that uh, these young ones face online. Thank you so much, Eric. Sheila, your thoughts on the unique dangers that you, you have found that young people in Ghana or online learners in Ghana are exposed to? All right, thank you. And sorry, I'll start from where... <clears throat> sorry about that. I'll start from where Eric ended. Eric has mentioned a lot of things and... Some of them, he didn't really give names to them because we have things like identity theft going on online for the children. And then we have sextortion, where people are asking the young ones to have sex with them. Otherwise, they out things that they know about them online. And these are going on with these young students 
and some of them are not even talking about them. Inappropriate content online. The children are mm. there online and so many things are popping up for them to see. And it's so inappropriate that we need to be careful what these children are doing online. Cyber predators, they are following them and they want to groom them for other things, not just for themselves. They groom them and quietly, like Eric said, they meet them offline and then they start chatting with them and leading them astray. So these are some of the dangers these children are facing online. Wonderful, wonderful start to our, to our conversation. Let me stay with you too and let's talk about um, the age difference in the level of potential danger. You know, is there an age difference in the level of potential danger? Sheila, let me take your thoughts quickly and then I, I go to Eric. There's no age difference. You know that these days, parents give devices to their children as early as five years. And because mm. people want their children to learn online, they think that's when the children go online, they learn more things. So right from age five to whenever, everybody's faced with this danger. So there is really no age difference in the level of potential danger. Mm. Eric, your, 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 your answer to this question. Yeah, uh, I think as Sheila has broadly uh, categorized it, in terms of criminality, people try to, you know, cast their net wide. But looking at the scheme specific, uh, from our analysis at eCrime Bureau, you know, demographics also play a significant role in how these cyber criminals craft or tailor their schemes to, you know, suit their potential targets. So, uh, for example, if uh, I am a cyber criminal and I want to target a young guy, uh, a young boy or an adolescent, I, I can leverage on, you know, online video games that have the functionality of, you know, uh, instant chat and then try to build a rapport with them over there and then try to groom them. So, in terms of the, the scheme, I would say there are some differences in the schemes. But in terms of the uh, potential danger, it will depend on the motive of the criminal. It will depend mm -hmm. on the motive of the criminal. There are some specific schemes that are more tailored to even females. So here, gender comes in here. There are specific schemes that are tailored to males. And then even for the adults, that's online learning, we have issues of scams and the rest coming on board. So I think that is my little bit uh, in relation to the subject matter. Thank you so, so much, Eric. Let me bring Awo in. Awo, you've been quiet. You haven't spoken. Uh, let's, let's talk about the responsibility of online protection. Whose job is it to protect online learners? In your estimation, who should be that person protecting online learners? Right. Um, thank you for the question, Nathan. When it comes to, I don't know if we should restrict ourselves just to the students because the, the learning now is happening all over us. So I'm going to broaden it to, to cover those other schools. Yes, yes. I'm so sure in the classroom, for instance, uh, the, the first responsibility stops at the uh, uh, desk of the teacher who is calling the learners in. Because the fact that you have sent them a link or an invitation to join a conversation or discussion online, you need to put all the necessary measures in place to ensure that they are safe. You also need to ensure that nobody is hacking into the system to uh, fish on their information or do anything else 
that is it's not supposed to be so the first point of call is the teacher and it is also the responsibility of the parents who are giving their children the devices to teach them basic skills basic information where they can report incidences or where who to call if you can even explore with them mm. so if you ask me whose responsibility i would say that it's everybody's responsibility because when we want to unpack this conversation of online learners the learners are the same people who go to the mosque as well the learners are the same people who go to churches now we go to churches and they take photos of them and splash them online you are not safeguarding the privacy of the young person who is in your care so it's an irresponsible act and it is also the responsibility of even a community center that is hosting an event for the children mm. to ensure that the minimum child protection standards are adhered to and until that is done nobody is doing anything responsible there sports events sometimes we get so excited we film this young people so it's good to film them show them at home let them identify their shortfalls and correct them in their next game mm. but if you want to upload these photos without consent from these uh, young people you are infringing on their rights you are exposing them to to harm and it is not going to augur well for us. I use the word harm because risk happens after harm has been inflicted on a child. So the mm -hmm. harm is more immediate than the risk. And sometimes we don't think about the, the harm, even though it's been committed. And we always say it's a risk. But the risk, we need to analyze in order to identify the risk. And again, I would also say government has a responsibility to provide that enabling environment for all players in the field to put in place measures so for instance if a service provider does not have an up-to-date system which ensures that the right of children is protected in the digital space it is the responsibility of a regulator or the laws of the land to act so please all these other players when it comes to online uh when it comes to children not online protection per se okay. when it comes to children in general Thank you so, so much. Um, I'll Eric, quickly, um, same question to you. Whose responsibility is it to protect online learners? So, uh, like Awo did mention earlier, uh, the civil society uh, organizations, even educated companies have a role to play, okay? including the regulators, uh, uh, parents, teachers that uh, teach these children, and even the children themselves they owe it to protect themselves so for example you advise a kid to abide with cyber hygienic practices the kid ought to be able to you know abide by them to, in order to protect themselves mm, eric thank you so 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 much if you are uh, if you just tuned in, if you are listening to us, this is Etec Monday. Uh, we are live on CTFM's Facebook page. We are also live on uh, Mest Africa. And today we are discussing using Etec to enhance internet safety for learners. And my panelists for this morning, I have Eric Kwekumensa, Awo Aidama Menya, and Mrs. Shelley Sonikan. And we've uh, laid the ground brilliantly for the next phase of our conversation um let me take uh, let me take everybody's comments eric awo and sheila 
to this question what examples of effective policy do we have in ghana when it comes to online safety of children let, let me start off with sheila and then we take our and eric's comments so what what examples of effective policy do we have when it comes to online safety of of children thank you uh, thank you nathan um we have the child protection policy okay that protects children offline and online and then we have unicef as an institution that's helping with these child protection policies. They are working with the Ministry of Communication and then the National Cybersecurity Center, helping us to protect these children online, teaching them what to do, what not to do. We know that there are predators there talking about cybersecurity, how the children will be safer online in terms of using good password, what to download and not what to download. So these agencies, are helping us to protect the children online. This child protection policy is very important because it doesn't just protect the children offline, but online. Because what we do, like Eric mentioned earlier, online sort of goes offline as well. So these are what we are doing in Ghana. Mm, um, um, Sheila, okay, I, I will, I will. Let's let's take your 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 thoughts on on this question on effective policy when it comes to online safety of children. Sorry. I was expecting you to approach uh, it uh, by calling Eric so that he'll be the agenda in between us. You know? In between. Okay, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric, if you can give us a response, that would be all well and good in terms of effective okay, policy. All right. So, okay. So, Eric, Eric, you go. Yes, yes. You Eric, go. please please go ahead. Okay. So, so uh, I must start with the Cybersecurity Act 2020 that was recently passed. And I must say that Within this uh, uh, act, which is popularly called Act 1038, there are about five articles in there that uh, look at protection of children online. So here we have the indecent image and photograph of a child specifically. We also have dealing with a child for purposes of sexual abuse. There are issues even about cyber stalking of a child and sextortion that was earlier mentioned. So. All these things have been enshrined in the law now, and that there are also that kind of punitive measures that have been instituted when someone flouts this kind of uh, 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 policies. And just to add up before our comes in, the cybersecurity authority also has also set up the child online protection reporting portal, which is a very good step so that anytime there is some kind of abuse somewhere uh, they can quickly report on the portal for the issue to be addressed mm, great stuff i would then I, I can bring you in now to, to get your perspective on, on on this one all right okay thank you for being understanding <laughs> right so <laughs> Sheila, Sheila made mention of the policy environment and i would want to build on where she's left off uh, in terms of the policy environment, I am looking at the, the the ministries or the sectors that are solely responsible for children and to find out if they have a specific uh, policy which is effective at protecting learners in the digital space. 
So I go to Ministry of Gender, Children and Social Protection. Yes, the Children's Act has something, but we are not talking about mention. We're looking at, we said effective. Mm. So I'm looking at a pragmatic approach uh, to addressing the issue. So yes, we don't have any uh, specific or standalone uh, policy to that effect. I haven't seen that yet. The Cybersecurity Authority is working on a framework mm. which is targeted at addressing online abuses. But that is yet to be concluded, um, as far as I know. And I'm also looking forward to seeing maybe a policy at, at the regulator level, that's NCA, having something specifically targeted at children to ensure that their online well-being is safeguarded. I haven't come across that yet. So I think we need that. That said, all is not lost. We have, the, as in addition to the Cybersecurity Act, we also have the Criminal Offenses Act, which has a section addressing some of the needs of children or the abuses, they, the harms they face online. And there's also an omnibus provision made in the Electronic Transaction Act, I think section one, two, three or so, it kind of uh, give a broader view of any transaction uh, done in the digital medium, which goes to affect children, blah, blah, blah. So that can also be interpreted to mean ABC. But my concern with that also is the fact that and so it will be at the discretion of the lawyer or whoever is presiding over the case to, to, to deal with it. So if you ask me as an advocate whether we have an effective policy in place, I would say that even though we have policies or we have legislations in place that are meant to address some of the issues, it's not all the issues that are being looked at in those legislative instruments or the acts. So, for instance, we don't have cyberbullying specifically mentioned in the Cyber Security uh, Act of 2020. And we don't all even have grooming mentioned. Sexting is also one of the things that young people are confronted with online. Mm. We don't have any of those mentioned specifically. And that would be at the discretion of whoever is engaging. And my plea will be that we kind of strengthen realign our domestic laws and regulations in order to uh, be up to date with the uh, global standards so that when we take this document we know that this can fight our cause or this can help address the issue of uh, the young people we are engaging with mm. so that is what i will say to that all right thank you L let me let me stay with you and i'll get eric's thoughts Right. Um, how do we balance the need for online safety with, um, before I even get to that, sorry, let, let's talk a bit about mobile and internet service providers. You mentioned, you know, we've spoken about the key players in this environment. Let's talk a bit about mobile and internet service providers. What role can they play in keeping young learners safe online? Um, or maybe you can answer to that and then we take Eric's thoughts as well. Okay, so in terms of the uh, mobile and uh, internet service providers, I'll refer to them as industry players okay. because it goes beyond them. You are also part of 
the the conversation later because you put out adverts to children exactly. in the space and all of exactly. that. Uh, we as uh, uh, NGOs are also included because we also do programs and take photos of children and all of that. Uh, E-Crime Bureau is, is part of the conversation. So industry in general, it's re it is important for us to ensure that we are implementing the rights of children to the latter. Now, by the grace of God, there is uh, the general comment number 25, which is the uh, children in the digital environment. So it's the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child, but focusing specifically on the digital environment. And it has stipulated a number of things in it for industry players to put in place to ensure that they are not infringing on the rights of children or restricting children from attaining their goals in life. So one, we need to implement that document to the latter to ensure that there's safety of children, there's rights of children, and there's ethics in our activities or design of solutions. We also need to provide, maybe they need to provide some level of age gating of prohibited content. Mm. So if the content is inappropriate and it's not suitable for children, how do we prevent them from assessing it? There needs to be a system in place to kind of check those things. And there's also, it's also important to put a mechanism in place to identify or spot the risk even before it happens. So how do we do that? Tech people know how to do it. So if they are work, they, they are committed to working at it, they will do that very well. There's also the need for us to put in place the the channels for us to get for them to get feedback. I've I've called a number of the service providers, the care for you centers to report one thing or another. You get a sense that when it comes to that, the recipients at the other end don't seem to be child-friendly. So okay. if a child should be reporting an incident, they don't have the time to even wait for you to, to make the case. They'll be speaking the standard language to you. How do we make those things friendly? We, we, there, there's a bit of uh, provision in that, but it's not up to the standard for me. If we have it, for instance, you have multiple language, fine. But mm. we have reporting in multiple language, which can also encourage a child ensure confidentiality and all those other issues, counseling services and what have you. If we don't have that, then we need to put that in place. And there's also the need for uh, industry to discourage commercial, commercial pressure on children. Okay. Sometimes we post adverts or post uh, text messages to people, blast them without considering the, the, the recipients. Sometimes you buy a phone for your, your child and your child is getting such notices from either... Uh, Tigo, MTN, what are all the other network, any other network. It's not right for them to be uh, inundated with such content. So it's important for uh, providers to ensure that those things are done. And the last one, uh, in order to allow uh, my colleagues to speak, would also be education. Okay. Consumer education. 
if I know that my provider can give me support or can be a shoulder to lean on, yes, that would also serve as a way of uh, uh, advancing the business. And if you don't do that, maybe with that, we might start class action against some of the providers. Mm, thank, you thank you so, so much. Eric, your thoughts on uh, mobile and internet service providers and what they can do to keep young learners safe online. Maybe you can, you know, give us a, a few yeah. thoughts and then we can move on to, to the next uh, topic. Sure. So, so specifically uh, speaking to the service provider, that's internet service providers, you know, I will look at it from the technical point of view. So here, uh, one of the key things they ought to do is to be able to proactively, you know, block access to web addresses known uh, to contain content that is inappropriate uh, for the wider audience, particularly uh, for children, contents that is actually promoting that kind of child sexual abuse material. It's very important that they proactively block such web addresses. Also, when you look at the terms and conditions of uh, these service providers, it should have in it boldly written uh, some of the the the, the uh, you know conditions that forbids the use of the Wi-Fi service to display any material that is not you know, uh, suitable for uh, children mm -hmm. or the environment at large. Then also, from their side, because cybersecurity risks are everywhere, they also ought to proactively you know, take measures to you know, protect their systems from being hacked or from being compromised. But when you do that, that means that data of uh, learners or anybody that is using the platform will be uh, taken and be used by the uh, criminals then to add the last bit uh, installing filters on the wi-fi system to uh, reinforce or uh, underpin the policy on inappropriate material mm. Mm. thank you thank you so much um eric and i will uh, let me take quick thoughts from the two of you before we move on to uh, talk about parents and what they can do. Just quickly, how do we balance the need for online safety with requirements for uh, data privacy? Maybe a few a few words from the two of you, and then we can move on to um, another important part of our discussion. Hello, Eric. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yeah. Talking about the, the, the yes balancing online safety with the requirements of uh, data privacy. So, so this is going to be more country specific. Uh, um, um, recommendations because usually uh, countries have their own laws and privacy regimes uh, and that has to be considered. Even definition of who a child is, what they can do and what they cannot do and even the extent with which uh, parents or guardians uh, have responsibility to keeping the child safe. So that must be put into perspective before you are able to you know, marry what your child has to do or what your child does not have to do, and even some of the privacy-related requirements of uh, 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 service providers. Mm, thank you so, so much. Uh, if, if you can hear me, same question to you in a few words. How do we strike the balance uh, for the need for online safety with requirements of uh, data privacy? Um, Nathan, in terms of uh, the balance between privacy and safety, um, it's a tricky one. And when you take our data protection act, for instance, and you study it, you could see that there was very little mention 
of children, or there's no mention of children in it. So by implication, uh, consent is supposed to be sought from parents before anything is done with uh, children. Okay. And I feel that is not strong enough. It, uh, it, it leaves the, the law a bit weak when it comes to children. So I would be looking at um, probably we having to put in place uh, uh, an operational procedure which will limit automated decision with regards to children, except for statutory uh, obligations and uh, other contractual or legitimate interest uh, issues, uh, every other thing should go through some sort of uh, monitoring or evaluation to be sure that it is uh, good enough for, for, for the child. And uh, probably our practices uh, should also prevent a way of tracking children's uh, data for commercial and uh, other uses. So for me, the child being the, uh, the data subject, it's important for us to be sure that we, 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 we get the, the, the balance right. I don't want uh, bloggers to come after me for, for talking about <laughs> the, the restriction. So which is why I made clear earlier that in terms of legitimate interest, contractual obligations and statutory obligations, yes, you can take children's data, but anything other than that, permission or consent ought to be sought and must be sought from the right people to, you know, in order to progress with whatever you want to do. All right, thank you very much. I will, uh, if, you're, if you're just tuning in, this is EdTech Monday uh, for September. We are discussing using EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. And I have Eric Kweku Mensa, Awo Aida Mamenya, and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Sheila Sonikan uh, as uh, the panel members for today. Like I said, we are discussing using EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. And you are listening to us live on City 97.3, live on our City FM. Uh, facebook page and live on the mest africa facebook page as well let's get into our vox pop we spoke to some uh, people or some parents caregivers on what kind of safety measures uh, they have been taking to protect their children as um, they learn online so let's hear the responses of some parents we spoke to when we posed this question of online safety vis-a-vis -vis their children to them so I think that as my kids study online, one of the major concerns I have is, um, or I have, uh, you will say the adverts that come through, and um, there's always that tendency to, as one moment they are staying, the next moment an ad breaks through, it's a song, it's a dance, you know, it's a product that um, is probably not age appropriate. For my kids especially because they are under 10 years old so i'm usually very concerned about that um for them when they are learning online i think that because the kids are quite young um one of the things uh, for them has been knowing that and in terms of danger where they could um try out something that they've seen online and that could be hazardous to themselves or to to their peers so because of their ages, you know, it's quite a bit uh, at their level, where they know. 
when you see a, a light being matched on 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 the internet, it doesn't mean that it's that's the time for you to also be light and matches, you know, in the house. So examples like that. And for things that they also get to see online that they don't understand, they also draw my attention um, to it. I think one of the things that I've done is usually I know the duration of the various um, learning tools that they are using. So that if it's for an hour, I tell them ahead of time that, okay, you have an hour of learning time. Um, however, again, you also still have the issue of some ads through through. Um, but I also got them to also understand one another is playing, just you know, skip it and continue with the learning because they only have an hour so that they are quite time sensitive. Um, I still think that there's a lot more to be done, especially with um, the ads, those channels. If there's a way of filtering out the ads, hey, I'll be more than excited to filter them out just so that I can. I would like to start off with YouTube specifically because it's one of the sites they visit. And my concern is with the recommendation algorithm. I am, I've seen some of the videos that the kids um, have been recommended uh, whenever they go on there. And I'm not sure I'm too comfortable with. Obviously, it's because of all those kinds of videos. But obviously, I'm, I'm not sure that is very wholesome for their mind and their emotional or mental um, development. I would say I haven't explicitly told them what the dangers are is i just you know put prohibitions on what they can do and what they can't do one of the one of the conversations we've had is um swear words and you know bad language and insults obviously some content creators um uh, who make videos that the kids tend to like they, they use curse words and it's discussed. It's been. It's it's a it's a rule in the house that whenever these things come up, they're supposed to change the video immediately. And luckily for me, they they've complied with that. I'm I'm not sure they understand or see any danger of on the potential dangers on the internet. They they just enjoy themselves. They just know what they want to do. They know they can watch their videos on YouTube. They know the sites they can go to to um, study and um, after studying they know where they can go to play so they don't i wouldn't say they they are they are afraid to um, study um, so there are a few rules i have a few rules for them which is they cannot download any app without my explicit um, permission they cannot visit certain sites without asking known unknown sites if whenever they come home and maybe a friend or a teacher has said, hey, you can go, they come and ask me, Daddy, we're supposed to go to this site. Then I take the link or look at whatever it is that they are looking for. And if it's good, I let them go on to it. I have four kids who are very active on the internet, ages 18, 12, 11, and 7. And I worry a lot, especially when I'm not around. The older ones, they understand that uh, there are potential hackers and all the other things on the internet. And so sometimes they're careful, not all the times. But the youngest, I worry a lot because he doesn't understand. All he knows is playing games. And so there are certain games that he's not supposed to play that pop up. And the 
minute they pop up, he just wants to explore. He wants to know what is going on. And so you just tap on it and might probably give some hackers or bad people a lot of information about me, my family and other things. And so it makes me worry a lot. I try to educate them that there are certain things that they are not supposed to touch. I have a parental control on their tabs and phones, but I don't think that is enough. I don't think that is enough to, I mean, to be able to protect them. And I know that a lot of parents out there who are also trying their best to keep tabs on their children by introducing all these uh, parental controls on the tabs and all that. All right, so um, those were uh, some parents uh, we spoke to. We asked them a very interesting question. What safety measures do you take to protect your children as they learn online? That was the question we asked them. Uh, and if you are listening out there, you can also send in your response to EdTech Monday, E-D-T-E-C-H Monday at MastercardFDN.org. EdTech Monday at MastercardFDN.org. You can send your responses. We'd love to hear what you are doing in your home to um, protect your children. Uh, let me get back to my panel members. If you just tuned in, this is EdTech Monday. We are live on CTFM's Facebook page. We are live on West Africa. We are live on City 97.3 FM. Today, we are discussing using EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. I have Eric Kwekumensa. I've got Awo Aida Mamenya. And I've got Mrs. Sheila Sonekan. Uh, let me take Awo and Sheila's thoughts uh, very quickly uh, because time is against us. Um, we do recognize that many parents lack... Uh, advanced digital literacy skills but these days the kids are smart and they are curious and they are more tech savvy so tell me how can parents uh, play a role in keeping their children safe as they engage online hello i went sheila can, can you hear me yes we can hear you. yes 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 so i'd like to take your responses we can start off with our on what parents can do to keep their children safe as they engage online and then, you know, you can wrap it up and then Sheila will also come in with her response. Right. So listening to the, the people you've interacted or you've engaged with concerning the same thing. Um, yes, parental control is cool and I call it caring control. Um, you, you are engaging with them. So it's important you, 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 you play that part. And uh, it's a reality, like one parent did say that she, she doesn't think parental control systems are enough to safeguard the, the child. So children, we know they are impressionable. They can be tech savvy, they can show signs of knowing, but they don't have the wisdom in order to know what not to do. So it's important we do the hand-holding with, with them. So communication, conversation is very, very important. We need to engage with them. Let's know, okay, what is happening in, 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 in your life? What, what are you, what, what game are you playing there? How is it going? Who, whom are you playing with? Oh, okay, do you know the friend? That conversation should go on. And we should also identify the, the, the devices that we are using in in the home environment and the services so with the devices we can put in place the the the, the filters so that some of the things can be controlled but then again the service providers 
notified, you can request for some of the anti-spam platforms to be activated for you uh, when the need arises. And agree on expectations. The person, the, she's your child, he is your child. So you should agree, okay, you don't go beyond this. Yes, after one hour, but this adverts, this is the effect it will have on you. Mm. So when it comes, this is what you have to do. When it comes, I'm willing, come and talk to me and all of that. Those are things that we need to get children conversant with just so online safety becomes a lifestyle in the home. And when they grow up, they will never depart from it because it's part of them. And you will go a long way to making them holistic children that we, we want to, to have. And it's important we also consider age of consent. I heard it in one of the, the presentations, mm. the, the 18, 12, 11, and 7-year-old mother. Yes, so if we introduce the safety lifestyle with them, the elder one can even support the, the seven-year-old at home when mommy is not there because it's part of their day-to-day -day, uh, interactions. And they should also know where to report if they face a problem. So for each platform that they, they want to use, let's identify the reporting portal or the reporting signal for them so that they know it offhand. Okay. Should anything happen, they click on it too to to report i don't want to exhaust all the points from shila <laughs> <laughs> please come in with with your response all right thank you Aul. um i'd like to also say that when you're going to install internet in your home talk with the isg you can blacklist urls that you do not want your children to go on it's very very important and then parents can have alerts so a parent goes recording to bed, in progress they are worried okay they are worried and why should they be worried? They are worried because they go to bed and they don't know what their children are doing. But when you have alerts, that alerts you at any point in time what your child is doing online, you do not have to be worried. So there are softwares. We have Google Family Links. We have Microsoft Family Safety. We have MobiSafe. All these things can help parents help to control their children online. Another very important thing that parents can do is to have their child's accounts linked to their email account. So anytime their child goes online, they get an alert. And we should have two-factor verification on our children, authentication, sorry, on our children's email accounts so that it is through our email or through our phone numbers that it will be activated. So a parent sees that their child wants to go online and then looks at the time, this is not the time that they are supposed to be going online you are not going to authenticate it. So it's very, very important that parents do all these things. And parents should visit sites that their children go to. I don't like Snapchat. I don't like this. I don't like this, Facebook. But if your children are there, it's important to go there, see what is going on there so you can have discussions with your children, telling them that, look, this is what goes on in these places. This is what you have to do. I will say parents need to communicate with their children. Let them know what is going on there. If we educate them, they will come back to us and say, mommy, this is what is going on online. This is what I'm seeing. So it's all very important that we have access to things they have access to so that they can also join us and come and tell us with what is going on. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, let me bring Eric in and uh, Sheila, please stay with us. Um, let, let's talk about what teachers and educators 
uh, what they can do to keep their students safe while these students are in school. Um, yeah, uh, teachers and educators. So, so, so yes, Eric, so in, in a few words, uh, t- time is against us. So in a few words, Eric and Sheila, just sure. tell us what teachers and educators can do to keep children safe online. So when students are in school, uh, oftentimes, you know, so they go to the computer lab, use their computers. Now, it's very important for schools to create policies, a school policy on how to use the computer or the internet and have the students sign it up. This is very, very key. Also, teachers are supposed to teach children about online privacy, not to share a lot of information online and the rest. And then also, they should also create uh, an effective cyberbullying reporting system. You know, kids are fond of, you know, bullying themselves. So they should, mm-hmm. teachers or educators should be able to create an effective cyberbullying system and promote honest and open communication with your children and uh by doing this and other things you would be able to you know safeguard their well-being in school Mm, sheila so whilst in school it is the school's responsibility to ensure that the children are safe online so the first thing a school should do is to have a firewall that filters what the children do online so a firewall is very very important it will filter everything then we educate the children we should have a digital citizenship curriculum that educates children from age five all the way up what they should do online and what they should not do online we should make children aware of the fact that they can leave their footprints online we should make them aware that if they are going out without mommy's permission they cannot go the same way they cannot be talking to people online so we should have a program that the children are following. And then in the classroom, we can have a software that monitors what children are doing. So teachers are seeing every child's screen whilst they are learning. And the teacher is able to tell who is online and who is not online. So children should be kept on task. So they have to learn how to behave responsibly. I think that Eric has mentioned the fact that the school should have a policy an acceptable Mm. use policy that every student will sign. And so they know that this is what I have to do and this is what I do not have to do. So we can restrict access, we control what they use and do not use, and they should know that there are consequences of moving to places you are not supposed to go to. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so, so much. Um, this, one, this next question is for all three of you, and you can just give me your quick thoughts on what parents, teachers, and caregivers can do to promote um, digital citizenship and the safe use of technology. In, in a few words, all three of you. So let me start off with um, I would then Eric and then, and then Sheila. All right. So um, in terms of digital citizenship promotion, it's important that children are made to understand what digital citizen is so being online your access what you are learning creativity what have you yes that's a life then again well being online how do i ensure that i'm observing the ethics how empathetic recording in progress what health implications are there for some of my actions and even communication you don't write in capital letters and all of that and all cause trouble to anybody so children should be made to understand that then again consumer rights you have the right to participate online 
but there's a limit to which you can engage. So how do we ensure that children are acting responsibly within the space? But Nathan, let me add quickly to the previous question to Eric and Sheila. Okay. I feel that teachers also need ethical consideration in their engagement with uh, the young people. Mm. During the lockdown, some of the teachers were found to be engaging children aside the school hours with certain contents. Okay. So in that case, you as a teacher, you need an ethical consideration for yourself. You know that the school needs that <laughs> in place for you so that teachers don't exploit children uh, inadvertently. Thank you. Mm. Um, Eric? Yeah, so uh, just to add up yes. the subject matter. Could, could you please uh, just make it brief so we can take of, um, the other comments and sure. try and yeah, wrap it up? Sure. So the importance of online etiquette must be uh, emphasized. Also, the ability of these users or the learners to communicate kindly with others. So at the end of the day, they would have to live very responsible lives like they are living physically in the world. They should be able to live such lives on the internet. Mm. Um, Sheila? All right, so yes. um, I just will mention that children should be made aware that they do not have to give out their information to just anybody. And it's very, very important. And as teachers and caregivers, one thing we can do is we integrate online activities right in the classroom. And as we do this, children know what they are supposed to do and not supposed to do. And we balance our computer time with other activities so that children do not think that just being online is all they have to do. Let's balance all these things. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um, Eric, yeah, let me take your thoughts very, very quickly on EdTech companies and what they can do to ensure safety for online students. And if there's any uh, examples you can give us that are tailored to the Ghanaian and African context, quickly drop them in and then we can uh, wrap okay. it up. Yes. So a quick one, uh, there should be that focus on data privacy for students because EdTech companies uh, take information Recording about stopped. students, particularly minors. So there should be that focus. Their cybersecurity regime should be very strict and uh, they should be able to do some kind of assessment on their platform so that criminals are not able to compromise their systems to you know, defraud or to harm the, the minors that are on the platform. Now, some companies in Ghana, I know of the e-campus, there's the desk uh, technology, we have the home, my home teacher, we have the chalkboard education, and even I think uh, Casa, uh, what, Nika or there's some kind of uh, um, okay. institution like that, yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you so, so much. So, final question to all three of you, what needs to be done going forward to ensure learners and children remain safe while they are online. Let me start off with Awo and then Eric and then Sheila and then we wrap it up. So I will quite uh, briefly, what needs to be done going forward to ensure that learners and children are safe online? Okay, the first thing I would say is that let's give children what they need, need underline to be online. Mm, okay. And uh, I would say that that is digital intelligence. Digital intelligence is a combination of digital literacy, digital skills, and digital behavioral attitude online. So those three in one, which is digital intelligence. 
an environment which supports children to express their needs and children with peculiar needs. Some children tell us they are differently abled. So how are we supporting those children so that they are not taken advantage of? And there's also the need for Children's Data Protection Act. Thank mm. you. Thank you so, so much. Eric? Yeah, so there should be that concerted effort by all stakeholders to promote child online safety. And then also, we also ought to ensure that the policies and regulations are enforced and adhered to. Now, there is also element of uh, financing and budgetary allocation. So here it goes to the regulatory and even uh, the regulators and even the government. There should be that kind of uh, 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 commitment to promote child online uh, safety. So that is uh, some few pointed from my end. All right, finally, Sheila. Education, education, education. That's what's awesome. We educate the children, we educate teachers, we educate parents, and then we are going to keep these children safe online. If we know that you cannot post anything that would hurt others online, when you see these things, you will talk about them. And like both of them have said, we need policies. That's going to make everybody aware that this is what needs to be done. Children need to be kept safe online because we cannot stop them from going online. There's a lot that they need to learn online. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sheila. Before I say goodbye to all of you, just please listen. There's a comment that came in. This one says, the problem is widely created by parents who don't place restrictions on their devices before giving out these devices. Google is very keen on this. So they rolled out the Google Family Link apps for parental control. When setting up the device, the parents through the app has the administrator right to the child's device. Everything that the child does on the device, you get to see. Apps are not installed without your authorization. Any website visited is any website visited is locked, whether it's incognito or not. Parents should explore this app from Google. Nene from Greater Estates sent us that one. And Kafi from the Institute of ICT Professionals is asking, please find out the link to the Child Online uh, Protection Reporting um, Portal. Uh, so those were those are some of the comments uh, that came in. I don't know if somebody has a response to the child protection reporting portal. Does somebody have a response to that question? Yeah, I, I think the person should just visit the uh, cybersecurity uh, website. the The link is there. It's I think it's flagged somewhere. So it has a both URL and a phone and all of that. So that that works. And in terms of the apps for protection the apps are not foolproof so it's important we add communication to it okay. we cannot leave the apps alone my children bypass the apps all the time so it's important <laughs> <laughs> thank you so so much and uh, thank you all for for listening it's been another insightful episode of etec monday on City 97.3, on City FM's Facebook page and on Mest Africa. Today, we uh, spoke about using EdTech to enhance internet safety for learners. And I was joined by three people who know their work and know it well. Eric Kweku Mensah, who's the lead, Financial Crimes and Anti-Money Laundering at the E-Crime Bureau. I had Awo Aida Mamenya, Executive Director of Child Online Africa, and Mrs. Sheila Sonekan, IT Manager at the Ghana international school many 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 thanks to our panelists for joining us it was great chatting with you and many thanks to everybody who tuned in to watch or listen i hope you've walked away with something uh, insightful and if you have any questions um 
we asked the question earlier what safety measures do you take to protect your children as they learn online you can send your response to edtech monday e-d-t-e-c-h monday at mastercardfdn.org my name is nathan Kwal. my name is nathan Kwal. many many thanks for joining us for tuning in and for watching we appreciate that we'll be back later with another serving another insightful serving let me add of etec monday on city 97.3 on our facebook page and on mest africa uh, as well okay